solve a case. They heard about my exploits with the bat in Gotham City for the long Halloween. But when I came here, I was not prepared for what happened. All the horror, the death, it's nothing like Gotham. It never was. Especially on Halloween. It's the Fake Nerd Podcast and we're talking about Halloween, suckers! Halloween 5, the only important Halloween movie. Yeah, that was probably a little loud, sorry. No, you're good. I'm good. Hi, Ben. Hi, how's it going? Guys, it's been a week since I saw you. Yeah, it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks since I've seen you guys. One week would be normal. Yes, you're right. This is Abby normal. Oh, <laughs> that's why Frank's like that, guys. Hi, I'm Sparks Witty. I was no, just not. listening to that soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Uh, you didn't introduce us, Ben. Yeah, so I'm Ben Magnet. That's Brandon T. McClure. Hi. Ryan James Iliopoulos. It's me. I'm going to call you Ryan James Wick Witty for a size. Second. I mean, we, we're, we're close enough. Yeah, clo- close enough. And uh, Spark Plug Wicked Witty. Uh, it's just, it just go by Sparks. Okay. We're just doing Sparks from now on. We're just actually just goes by S now. S Dog. Um,. Anyway, so I was saying my little anecdote. I was listening to the Young Frankenstein, the musical soundtrack earlier today. Yeah, Roger Bart. Yeah, and I, I saw the musical on on in uh, in San Francisco uh-huh. years ago. It's awesome. That's like that's like my one musical sadness that I've never seen. It's like, that's really the one good. I want to see more than any other show. So I kind of want a Batman versus Michael Myers comic now. Yeah. He's fought Thanks, every ben. other person. Michael He's Myers. Fought- no, Batman. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Batman's fought Michael everybody. Michael Myers has fought every I mean, other He's fought the Predator, he's fought Robocop, he's fought an alien. No joke, I would actually see, I would actually like to see Michael Myers versus Hellboy. Ooh. I think Jason works better for like the, the story idea because Michael's just like I, a dude. I no, 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 pre this movie, Michael Myers. Oh, okay. Like Curse of Michael Myers. Oh, there's a whole man. cult and stuff involved. Yeah, yeah dude. Right. But I would definitely be down to see Batman versus Michael. Like Michael Myers somehow makes his way to Gotham no on contest. Halloween. Batman wins. Batman wins. <laughs> no shit. Batman wins. Yeah. Well, except no, Batman wouldn't kill. No, Batman wins by locking him up again. And yeah, he's in he Arkham. And oh, an interaction between Michael Myers and the Joker. Can you imagine that? The Joker gets in. He, yeah, Michael body. would be silent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But how, I can't imagine. How, but would you think that would infuriate the Joker or drive him even more, more like, all right, I like you? Based on this particular new film, I guess it would make him crazy. Because it yeah. seems to make everybody who studies it too long crazy. Well, Joker's already crazy. I don't know what it feels like. <laughs> well, uh, spoil a little bit of sizzle, I guess, for, for what's coming later. It's like his um, new obsession. How was, it's been a couple weeks. I'm sure you guys have done some things. What's going on go in your guys' lives? Okay, Brian, you don't go first. Ben, you go first. Well, I know you can't see me, but I, I can, am I just see decked out in Dodgers gear. What's the Dodgers? Oh, once yeah. again, Duck Dodgers? Dod- yeah, because the LA Dodgers, once again, Duck won Dodgers the Dodgers national- in the 24th and a half century? Oh, you mean Duck Dodgers? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to the World Series. Game one is on Tuesday. It, I, I'm i really excited. The I game really, is on. It's yeah. taken a while for them to get back to the World Series. Yeah, they were there last year. Yeah, yeah. That's and just, then before that. It's because we're the best. Year, 29 years. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's Chino's team? The Chino, the Chino Cowboys? I, the high school? I don't know. Just, I mean, yeah, I think the high school is the Cowboys. I hope they yeah. do great this year. Good, good for them. Don't you guys like across the street from the high school? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they were having a football car wash. <laughs> oh, is that what that's what all those boys were out there for? Yeah, no, thanks. That's a, some some boys cleaning some cars. Yeah, that's an image of it. But it just ran to school. Yeah, but besides uh, my love of baseball, and you guys don't like it. Um, hey, I you know what, I no, do like it. I just up. don't like your team. I know you. I hold know up. you know. <laughs> Sparks likes baseball. Uh huh. I like that you like baseball. Why? Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Why? Um, Wait, you don't like that I like baseball? Nope. Well, this no, no. Actually. Thank you. If I must be honest. I didn't want you to find Sparks. out this way, Sparks. Well, fine. I like soccer, too, so whatever. Oh, football. Oh, me, too. <laughs> me yeah. too. We're soccer buddies. Are we? No, I don't watch soccer. I like lacrosse. There we go. I like soccer. If I would watch the sport, it would be soccer. 
If I start going to games down here, will you go with me? Probably. This is I, unnecessary. I, Why I, are we LA, doing this? LA Galaxy? I would. What is it? Ben, ben, what else was going on? Yeah, it's the LA Galaxy down here. And the L, uh, fo- football, um, the Los Angeles Football Club, too. We have two teams now. Oh, shit, son. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would. I went at a wedding at the LA Sky Space yesterday, too. That's the place oh, with yeah. the cool slide, yeah. right? Yeah, we did not go on the slide. That's okay. That's a bummer. Well, it was for a wedding, so... But I have to say, the wedding, because it was up on the 70th floor of the U.S. Bank building in downtown Los Angeles, mm-hmm. outside, not in, outside. That's pretty the, That's pretty scary. The wind was bl- um, blustering, and uh, where my girlfriend and I were sitting in the um, in the audience, we were right next to a window. So we had a beautiful view of downtown L.A. The sunset was going down. All I was the like, smog. Uh, essentially, um, guys who are willing to go down one knee, L.A. Sky Space, during sunset, it's going to be a- Yeah, how much was it again, Ben? I don't know. I think if you just like go up there on a prop too, but if you have a whole event planned, then it's a thousand dollars. But if you just have like, didn't an you say it was like a thousand dollars for thirty minutes? I don't know. It's some stupid, so that stupid, crazy, bananas rich, crazy, insane price tag. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, if it's just like a quick a little impromptu with a few friends videotaping you, I think it's fine. Don't but, get married, or not. <laughs> just don't get married. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> That's yeah. my philosophy. Thank you very much. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I bought a Soul Calibur six. Have you made a character yet? I have. What's his name? Ben. <laughs> oh boy Siegfried the master of nightmare Ben no, <laughs> no so oh, that's great, when I, I don't who will I, defeat Voldo today Ben Ben <laughs> nothing I, because your D&D character is what false what is, what is the stupid my thing newest what my newest hey, D&D character dumb. well first of all my newest D&D character's name is Soren Okay, so Us you put a mo- sword? over California or no? The S-O-R-E-N. S-O-R-E-N. No, it's your last one. Your last one that you <laughs> that you stole from Skyrim. Oh, Dovahkiin. Yeah. Okay. So Bench? you so you did all that shit, but you decided to name your Soul Caliber character Ben. It's a my 15th first century one. swordsman's name is just Ben. It's my first one. It's I fine. always when I do these characters, I, even my character in Skyrim is named Ben. It's cool, man. I get it. When I make these characters, my first one is always me, and all then right. when I create other ones, I'll think of some crazy ass name. You know what I said? I said to you earlier you were like i'm wearing a dodgers thing whatever i'm like it's very on brand of you uh this is very off brand of you really because yeah. you normally come up with the you normally come up with some weird names but they always seem to fit either they've been taken from something or they're a reference to something this is just your name <laughs> i think like the most regular just name unexpected in soul Calibur is like lizard man yeah because <laughs> there's is. like a bunch of like cervantes and like yeah. these crazy names cervantes, Dude, I, n- I went to school with like six caliques i don't know oh what yeah you're talking about i know a bunch of maxis oh yeah all right well brand just to counteract that you would have loved my uh um my spirits in kingdom hearts uh 3d because every single one of my spirits had a kick-ass name like, Kyle, no, Jeffrey, no, Bob, Leonidas, Smith, Draconius. Ooh, speaking of Leonidas, Tyrannus. I'll talk about that later. I had all these badass different names for that these all characters. ended with us. No, not all of them. Because <laughs> yeah. Oh God, Venice. <laughs> Actually, no. A lot of them did end with us because I wait, had wait, wait. Who's seen Who's seen Monty Python's Life of Brian? <laughs> not in a while, but I've seen it. Biggest stickus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Uh, real, I have real a very quick. good friend named. Biggest stickers. Biggest stickers. <laughs> it's me. Uh, what what kind of weapon are you using, real quick? Um, Siegfried. I'm I'm using I'm meaning Siegfried's nightmare and Gerald. That's a big ass sword, right, big boy? Ger- Gerald of Rivia is um the uh, one. I'm g- <laughs> Let me push my glasses up. It's Gerald. Gerald, sorry, <laughs> Gerald. Of, uh, I'm using I'm Gerald, Siegfried, and Nightmare. Those That's are my. Cool. Uh, three I'm glad games. I've seen a bunch of gameplay. And Gerald seems super dope. Gerald is super dope. I had to pick one game this month, and I that wasn't that one. But I'll talk about it when I talk about it. Okay, uh, Sparks. I guess um, you're up. What's you do? What'd you do past couple weeks? I worked. 
Okay. We also watch the shitload of horror movies. We we've been keeping up with our horror movie challenge. We're pretty good. We watched, nice. We're we're like a day behind. We lost a day. We watched two today, didn't we? Or, or something? yeah, but we did one in advance, so oh, that's true. We didn't do what today's actually is, which was killer dolls. We basically watched like nineteen movies in a row, which is pretty impressive. We've been doing real good. I'm really that's impressed. Pretty rad. Yeah. You yeah. had one more thing, but yeah. Um, last so when since we didn't record um the last week. Um, that Thursday I went to Horror Nights with uh, my friend and I saw your girlfriend. I saw your girlfriend walking out when we were walking into the thing. Oh, at, really? At, at Universal Super Horror spooky. Nights. Yeah. I walked right past her and was like, hey, she's like, hey. Or like, what, up, what are you doing here? I was like, Horror Nights? Were you Zara? Were you like, hey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says, mm-hmm. She goes, mm-hmm. Okay. I was on my way to work so I had to rush. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. How did you, what was your favorite maze? Oh, oh, <clears throat> hands. Uh, my two favorites, hands down, Stranger Things and the Universal Monsters. I hear that one's good. They're, yep. they're, I, I like Trick or Treat and um, uh, Poltergeist. Tr- Poltergeist yeah. was freaky. Uh, that was good. Blue I House liked, was. The, I like those a little more than Stranger Things, to be honest. Um, it might, it, but part of that is like the night you go and that kind of stuff. But I, I thought uh, Poltergeist. I thought I really stepped into the movie and everything. Yeah, Polter. I've never seen the movie, but Pol- Poltergeist did scare me. Trick or Treat, I thought was kind of eh. <laughs> Who played Sam Rockwell and Jared Harris in the Poltergeist maze? Uh, you mean what? <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about the remake, not yeah, because it's the original. No. I know. I was kidding. He's making okay. a joke. Okay. 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 Cause they I thought you were. I thought the question was you trying to ask who was Sam Rockwell in the original movie. And no, 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 no. Craig Nelson. <laughs> no. It, yeah, that's a good no. joke. But one of the cool parts about the if it was if I couldn't do the Stranger Things, it was easily the um, Universal Monsters ones because that was amazing. I really like that good. one too. Um, yeah. You know the part with the Phantom of the Opera? It's great. Yes. I know. Spooky I w- Phantom. No, I walked in. I I just looked up at him and I yelled, "Sing to me, my angel of music!" And he saw me and he we were, like doing like the hand motion of like singing and it was he followed me around for like a few more steps. It was, it was and you're awesome. awesome, Gerard Butler. Yeah. No. Phantom of the Opera, drive by. No, it's not it's, that one. No, you're right. Emmy Rossum's great in that movie. I mean, I mean, he's he really does good say that, that there. He does, yeah. He's yeah. Good. yeah, so, he does. you know. He does. Uh, I, I see how it is, Ben. You'll yeah. go to Universal, but you're not going to come to where I work. I see how Shit, it dog. is. Shit, dog. You got real. Calling Welcome out. Welcome to ben the real cast. And Brandon. Oh, I can't afford it. Oh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is there anything else you want to bring up, Sparks? I would have covered you. Um,. We went to Pumpkin Nights. That happened. Oh, yeah. We saw a dragon pumpkin. Yeah, we went to... It's kind of like this um, kind of garden of it's like... It's great for Instagram really creative models. jack-o'-lantern stuff. Yeah, it's great for Instagram models. A lot models. of, powder, a lot of girls people, posing. A lot of girls posing and making their friends take dumb pictures of them in yep. front of the jack-o'-lanterns. But well, yeah, I saw your guys' Instagram posts on it, and they, I have to say, I want to go. Yeah, hey, it's really like, nice. It's 20 minutes from here. It's in Pomona. Oh, man. If you go at night, it's cheaper. Like, we didn't have to pay for if parking. You go, if you go after eight, you don't have to pay for parking, and it's only, it's like seven eight dollars and it was a fun little scavenger hunt and you get a cute little pin at the end if you if you do it did you do it yeah we did it was nice and easy yeah it's 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 a nice little it's a nice little night and they play coco they play yeah they play coco they do an outdoor screening of coco that's cool just coco or do they change it up it's just coco i think it was coco that's that's still um yeah that was real cool and uh everyone's just crying doing doing our due diligence talking about those horror movie challenges um two movies in particular uh ghost stories which we watched. I'll even include late um, phases because no one's seen that movie. Oh, late phases also. Okay, so there's a bunch of great ghost like, stories. Is that the one Martin Freeman? That yes, came out recently? yes, came out. I heard uh, really good things. Go about that. in as blind as possible. Yeah. Yes. Like you, we did not look too far into it. We picked a couple of movies where it was like I heard good things, so we just watched it. Mm-hmm. But we didn't really want know what was going to happen or what they were really about. And because of that, we got served some pretty solid twists. Yes. And so ghost stories. 
really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an incredible moment with Martin Freeman that I just love. Yeah. And um, it's chilling. Late Phases is really good. That movie, it's about a blind veteran fighting werewolves in a town of like retired people. That sounds rad. Yes, it, it, is, it is rad, rad. as it sounds. <laughs> it and they, they utilize so a premise and it's sharply written. Like this dude is a serious and, badass. And all, all the werewolves are... Late Phases. Late like phase. old people werewolves. Yeah, Late Phases and all the werewolves are practical. Yeah. Because it's a low budget they, movie. Love that. Love it's that. very low budget. So like, I wouldn't say they look great, but the entire movie's so good, you don't even care. Yeah. Right. Like, it's so worth it. Practical effects? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one time, the first time a werewolf shows up, and you're like, was that just a werewolf that went by that window? Literally, the first five <laughs> minutes, like like a, a shadow werewolf, and I'm like, and it's, was, was that it's just like totally a hairy a dude, dude in a costume, yeah. just like going creepy creep. by a window in the oh, background? Oh, that's the movie like, we're getting? Was that a werewolf? Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> but it's really good. Yeah, it's and, really good. Uh, and then today we watched Better Watch Out. Which is a a Christmassy uh, Christmas set horror movie. Another movie. And go in not knowing a lot and you'll try to go benefit. in as blind as possible. Don't and even watch the trailer. You'll like it more. Yeah, I wouldn't even watch the trailer. We thought it was this one type of movie as advertised. Not even. Not close. even that. Like not if you read close. the synopsis, then then that's good. Like read the synopsis and go in thinking you're going to see that movie. Yeah, dude. Okay. Watch a lot. You're set up for the right thing. Ryan, I played thirty something hours of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You guys, that game's fantastic. Yeah, he's been loving that. Yeah, oh, man. Pl- yeah, when I was playing Spider-Man at 3 in the morning after I got home from work, I see that you're on playing Assassin's Creed. I'm yeah. like, okay. So, uh, Black Flag is my favorite one. That's four. That has the naval combat. Uh, Origins, the last one, introduced the Witcher RPG mechanics. So this game is the Witcher on the ocean. And there's romance options, and there's full loot drops. It is it is a full-ass RPG. It doesn't even look like Assassin's Creed anymore. doesn't matter. It's badass. It's great. It's super fun. Uh, and the, they, they bring in supernatural elements. Yes. Um, just I like, saw Medusa. Yes, in the- but much like in Origins, there, there are reasons. Like, sometimes it's hallucinations. Like, the first time you fight a Cyclops, it's just a really big dude who's missing his eyeball. Mm, it's okay. a lot more, like, hallucinogenic stuff. So See, that's, that's what I was wondering, because yeah. you're, you have a franchise that's not been... It's based in reality. It's based in reality yeah. with science, and, and then I saw the trailers for, uh, for Odyssey, and I'm like... Yeah. Those Wait. are not main story things at all. They are fun side quests. Okay. Uh, like, you fight, like, like, you fight, like, the Nemean Lion. Like oh, from Hercules, oh, thing. like you, you have tr- you have trials, you do, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like the the first the first thing that happens in the game is you start and you play Leonidas during the Battle of Three Hundred. Oh, that's cool. And it's unexpected, and that game is like you can go full on action game if you want to. You can leave the stealth out of it, and they give you that option, or you can go full stealth. I do a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that game is really compelling. It's got a great character. Uh, it's about family drama, and like you're like an ex Spartan while the the Spartans are fighting the Athenians. So whose side do you join? And you can pick whose side you join. Uh, it's like. Maybe my favorite Assassin's Creed, and I haven't even beaten it yet. I just love being in that world. It's super yeah. fun. Uh, when I wasn't doing that, uh, Daredevil Season 3 came out Friday, and I finished it today. That should tell you how good that show is, my dudes. Uh, he's good. He's been raving. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's no joke. I, I, I read a review. Well, I didn't read the review. I just kind of looked at the score on yeah. IGN. Yes. Uh, they said it's like one of the best seasons that Marvel's ever done. It's... Yeah. So it's been a long time since I've seen Daredevil season one, but I don't think I remember being th- this like this high on a show, like mm-hmm. wanting to binge it so hard. Like since like the cottonmouth stuff of Luke Cage, like this entire season is building up this villain. And if you guys have seen the trailers, you know who the villain is. But like the stuff they do, it's like almost better than Wilson Fisk. So you have like two Wilson Fisks and the good gritty stuff of Daredevil season one. They get rid of all the mysticism, get all that. It's all back to ground mafia stuff. Mm-hmm. It's 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 exceptional. And it's so artsy and crafty. And there's one entire flashback sequence that's like... Artsy and crafty. Artsy and crafty. Yeah, that sounds silly. He's but not like, wrong. There's so much craft. Like, we talk about, like, master master of the craft. Like, yeah. like this, like, no joke, like, this show, like, it heightened the 
like what the like seasons two of these other shows have been fine like all like Iron Fist, Luke Cage, uh, Jessica Jones, they're all pretty good. This show, it's like oh, this is what they can be, mm-hmm. and it's like movie level good, and it's like the acting is like exceptional. This if this doesn't like isn't nominated for Emmys and stuff, like this is like no joke, like the Dark Knight of Marvel television. And it's very similar in tone and and storytelling, what happens to characters and how they go insane. Just push up glasses. I prefer Batman Begins, thank you. Well, then you can like Daredevil season one and be fine. Fine. Go. Yeah. God. So uh, we're going to catch up on our Netflix shows eventually. And, yes. and you know what, guys? Yes, like, there is a lot, but like like you were saying earlier, Brandon, like you can totally skip all those other shows and go straight to season three because it just takes Defenders into account. It doesn't care yeah. about the other shows. Um, but like, I, oh, you guys should really watch it, man. It's something else. Like, I watched I watched thirteen hours in like less than three days. Like I, it was worth it. Good shit. Daredevil has always been one of my my favorite Marvel Netflix show, hands down. Hey, I just picked up the first issue of the Death of Daredevil. Oh, it's it's happening. Yeah, and then I'll be back in a couple years, probably. Why do you do this to me, Charles? Um, do you think he'll come back to write the (laughs) in four years? Maybe (laughs) there's gonna be all new Daredevil. It's gonna be a cool lady. Anything else, or can I? That's it. Go for it, baby. Uh, I wrote I wrote it down because I, I figured I wouldn't remember most of this. Yes. Um, well, I saw I saw movies. Um, I saw five movies in the time between last time and now. Jesus uh, Christ! I saw Colette, which is the new Kira Knightley. Um, yes, I've seen advertisements on my MoviePass app that I don't use anymore. Yeah, it's pretty good. Is it? Uh, it's pretty good. It's okay. a little meandering. Um, but I, I like she's really good. Is it like an 18th century thing? Yeah. Okay. She's really she likes to do a lot of those. early 19th century actually okay. probably. Yeah, it's good. I liked it a lot. Um, okay. so Star is Born. Um, did you cry? I did. Oh. Um, but there's a reason for it because it's sad. No, Sparks. You would you if you saw it, you'd know why I cried. Um, oh, it's a father son thing. No, uh, oh. it's different reason. It's one of those things that you'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. Um. He tried I, to be Lady Gaga once it didn't work out. I wanted to be blown away by it. Mm-hmm. I did really like it, but I didn't think it was as great as everyone's been saying it That's was. a lot, man. Yeah, but I still really liked it, though. Yeah. It's still a really good movie. Uh, Bradley Cooper's fantastic in it. Uh, Lady Gaga's fantastic. This is um, his directorial directorial debut. Is it good? Really? Is it a good yeah. first movie? Oh, yeah. It is, it is, a, it is a solid first movie uh, for Bradley Cooper. Uh, Lady Gaga is really good in it. I don't know if I think that she's Oscar-worthy. It's Bradley Cooper. Ah, uh, yeah, but he's he's proven to be already. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Lady Gaga gets nominated. Also, there's a lot of hype surrounding her performance in this one. Um, probably, I do think she deserves deserves a nomination, but I don't think she deserves. Is a Dave win. Chappelle in this movie? Yes. Is he good? Yeah. Okay. Because I because he's in it for very briefly. I heard he has like a small part, and I'm like, I, lo- I like Dave Chappelle acting. Yeah, he should he's, do more acting. He's good in it. Cool. Okay. Uh, and I saw Old Man and the Gun. Which is um, Robert Redford's last movie. Oh, no. Uh, last on-screen performance, anyway. So okay. he says. Uh, he's great. I Man, watching a Robert Redford film is, is like sitting down with a good story, with a good book. And you're like, I know I'm in for a good ride. The grandpa. Uh, he's, he's just fun to watch on screen. It's a good movie. Him and Sissy Spacek are really good. In oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know what yeah. you're talking about now. Uh, yeah. he, plays an old, he plays an old bank robber. Does he have a gun? Yeah, he always carries a gun. That. He always he's carries an, a gun. He is an old man with, with a gun. gun. Yeah. Uh, he always carries a gun, uh, and he robs the banks. And this great, there's this great uh, ro- bank robbing sequence where he walks in, and he he just walks in and he goes, "Excuse me, uh, I need you to put all the all the money that you have in this bag," because and he opens his his coat and he shows her the gun. And she's like, "Okay," and she starts crying. Like, Why are you crying? It's my first day. Oh, are you doing a great job? <laughs> That's pretty good. Is it a comedy? It's kind of a it's like a, a lighthearted dramedy? kind okay. of crime 
crime drama. I'd like to imagine this is a 50-year sequel to Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid where he didn't actually <laughs> die in Bolivia or wherever. Yeah. Uh, he survived and became a bank it's, robber. It's really fun to see to see him because how he robs the banks is just like, he's so charming and yeah. everyone's just like, he was just so polite and nice and I just... Give he, me your money, please. He's really he's really good, and I'm, I'm, I was really happy with it. That was my favorite movie I saw that week. Uh, I saw uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah, that's it. on the list, baby. That is... That is a top contender for my favorite movie of the year so far. Yeah. Like Upgrade and that one, neck and neck. I mm. thought that movie was fantastic. So Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges is so good in it. Like, he's Does so he good like in this? it. No, he talks normally. Okay, cool. Normal for him anyway. There was a period where he was just that guy for a long time. <laughs> the true grit guy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's fantastic in it. There's twists and there's turns. How it's structured, John Hamm. Oh my god, it's such a good movie. Um, to say any more would be to A, overhype it, yeah. and B, uh, spoil it. Uh, it's Okay, so shut good. up. <laughs> so, Drew Goddard, he, he started Daredevil. Yes. Uh, Cab- Cabin in the Woods. He yep. wasn't going to do Sinister Six. This is, this is the Cabin in the Woods for crime movies. Oh, shit. You sold me hard then. Yeah. Okay, I totally believe it. <laughs> All right. That's, that's perfect. Because Cabin in the Woods is fantastic. Yes. This is just as. It, the reason I bring it up is because like he just had a quote saying, "Yeah, maybe I can still do Sinister Six. And I'm like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> you, know, just move I on. Don't too. worry about that. Leave <laughs> you don't Sony, need to do that. Leave just Sony alone. Yeah. Sinister Six will be the 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 cabin of the woods for superhero movies. Uh, no. Oh no. Hey, um, uh, since we're talking about movies, this actually reminded me because that did happen in these past two weeks. We saw Hellfest. We did see Hellfest. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, go see Hellfest. I think like three people in the entire world saw it, and we were two two of them. Because oh, I made movie, no money. That movie was really good. And deserves more that attention than it got. Unfortunately, voice actor from one of the voice actors from Voltron, isn't it? I've yes. heard. Um, yeah, it's uh, that movie. It's a typical slasher movie, but it's but it subverts the. It's a, it subtly subverts a lot of tropes uh, and and pl- leans into them, and then goes another way. And, and the characters and are all real strong, much and like the characters the movie are we're really talk strong about tonight. Yeah, yeah, the characters are developed really well, yeah. and uh, it's worth a watch. So if you got the opportunity, if, if you it like, just was released at the wrong time, yeah. Came Probably. out like around Venom, so yeah. before Venom, before Venom came out, came out end of September. It should have come out. Oh a damn, week. really? It should have come out a week later. Yeah, it still made no money. Oh man. Yeah, I, I you guys kind of sold it on me. Um, I might. I mean, I'm it's definitely still like like I wouldn't say it's as good as like Halloween, but like, yeah. it's a very uh, a solid slasher movie. That's like if you want to watch that, like there are definitely worse movies to watch. For yeah, sure. it's real good. Um, I also started Hilda. Yes, which is pretty good. I like that. One. I like that show a lot. Oh, the show on Netflix. Yeah, the show yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, and I'm almost done with Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is fantastic. Yeah, I keep and hearing if, great things. Dude. If you're even like semi-Jewish, like if you're if you're like Jewish in name only, like I am, <laughs> you still get like the whole like you yeah. still get everything. And it's As a regular funny. white man who's who's part Spanish and Greek, do you think I'd appreciate it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's still it's also just a really funny, oh, yeah. uh, funny show. The the first episode ends with the stand up with a with a, with a random stand up routine that she does. Yeah. And it's the funniest thing I've seen all year. Yeah, that show definitely like blew up when it first came out. Yeah. And then it's already on its second season, right? Second season is not out yet, and they don't know when it's coming out. Oh, that's sad. all they said was the end of the by the end of the year. Okay. Um, yeah. and then I just wanted to just, before I touch on something else. Uh, oh, I watched the first episode of Titans. Oh, how is it? I'm gonna tell you guys, it's not that bad. Yeah, good. Well, I like. I I I'm intrigued to watch the second episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not that's intrigued because I did, it's been out. I did not do yeah. that yet. But it's. I mean, like, for for what what it was marketed. Uh, I I think it's pretty pretty cool. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, not like high praise, but like I'm interested in the rest of the season, especially because Doom Patrol is happening soon. It has room to grow. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I beat Spider Man. Yeah. I'm ninety percent through the game. Are you trying also? to collect everything? I am. Yeah. Get those secret It's photos? just fun to. It's just fun to swing around I the know. city. Yeah. No. So I'm. 
according to my save file for Spider-Man, it says I'm 54% done with the game. Oh, you've collected nothing, my No, man. no. I have been collected because I told uh, Sparks in the car because where I'm at right now, I just finished my first Taskmaster uh, Taskmaster challenge. Yes. It's the game's app. We've all played it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Hey, guess who likes Taskmaster a lot? You do? Yeah. No, because when I first saw the thing, I was like, oh, Ryan. Yeah. And apparently, according to Sparks, I'm not even, I'm like 30% way through the campaign. Yeah. I am not done at all. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm ninety percent done with the game and I beat the and I beat the main campaign like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to collect all the stuff before. I, I the way I play games is I especially those type of games. I try to collect a bunch of stuff before I go to the yeah. To yeah. The uh, that DLC campaign. pack is out like this week Tuesday too. Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Oh no. Black Cat um, baby. I'm borrowing the game from Sparks. Like damn it. So yeah. I also did the Star Wars VR thing at yes. Disneyland in downtown Disney. And let me tell you guys, that thing's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, like it's so immersive. You can actually you touch things and you touch buttons and they click and they it's so cool and you get guns and oh, it's so cool. It's so, so what expensive, man. I so what you're saying is we all need to save money and go as a show. Yeah, I, I got it as an early birthday present Aww. and a, and a celebratory. Uh, the charges were dropped on my ticket. Oh, oh. did you even do? Did you tell that story? No, not in the show. Oh, well, he got a ticket and it's not happening anymore. Yeah, luckily I got a ticket. Maybe I'll tell the story a little later. Uh, but yeah, I got a, I got a ticket and uh, I feel like we got a lot today. They didn't yeah. they didn't file it, so the charges were dropped and uh, went to California Adventure to celebrate. That's awesome, dude. It was pretty great. The first yeah. time in court, we were there at the same time. We were there at the same but time. We didn't see each other. That's funny. <laughs> it happens a lot. It feels like I don't think so. It happened like once, maybe another time. That's not a lot. Uh, once is enough. We usually coordinate. I over exaggerate, my friend. We we usually <laughs> coordinate better, but but I specifically was there for but something else. But but before like we get into the news, because okay. we're wrapping up our nonsense, what's happening? Um, I have an announcement. I promised on our one year, on our two year, and God, I gotta stop doing that. On our two year anniversary, I finally got to talk about the baby that we had. I am Ryan. Sweet. Ryan and I had a child. God, I was so fat for so long. Uh, I know. I was <laughs> hiding that. <laughs> Pushed out of my butt. <laughs> Hiding that was such a God. big deal. No, um, uh, I, I promised that we would get another show out by the end of the year. And uh, surprise, surprise, we did. Sparks, did we, we did. Uh, Mythelaneous. What are you talking about? Sparks, come on. Wait, I don't know. All right, whatever. I'm not so, following you. Okay, so so Sparks and I are starting a new show called Mythelaneous. Don't believe it, it's a myth. Oh. Don't believe the hype. So Sparks and I are starting a new a new podcast called Mythelaneous, where we'll travel. We'll, we'll basically do... Uh, mythology-based uh, stories and kind of like part story time, part history lesson of uh, mythologies throughout the ancient world. Uh, every mythology uh, is is on the table. Uh, In front of excited. us, we're looking at all of them right yeah, now. We are. Uh, I'm very excited about it. It's been a passion project ever since God of War came out. Um, so ever since April. Um, and uh, this is something that's kind of reignited a passion that that I've had for myth- mythology. The Sparks has had as well. Um, yes. And uh, I'm I'm very very excited that this is finally coming out. In Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I've met Socrates and and the guy who made the Hippocratic Oath and all of these philosophers, and they're always naked, getting drunk, and I'm like, oh, it must be nice to be in Greece. <laughs> oh, it must be so nice. Yeah. Uh, so Sparks, can you want to say anything about Mythelanius? Uh, yeah. Cool. It's good. Stuff. It's good stuff. Um, no, we recorded that uh, just a little while ago. And um, when are you? When are we dropping it? This Wednesday will 24th? be the first episode. Oh my god, I need to listen to it. Um, <laughs> I want to listen to it. Too. Yeah, we listen. need we need to let folks listen to it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 cool. It's it's very different from what we're doing here. We ran it differently. So, yeah. um, and uh, in the future, we want to have Ben and Ryan. Yeah, come we want to have. I hate mythology. Time, so now so. we want to have guests on, but it's basically. 
I, 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 I did the first episode. I tell the, I'm telling a story in the first episode. Uh, and then the next episode, Sparks will tell me a story. And then we'll keep going like that. And we'll hopefully can, have guests on. Can we say what the first episode's about? Yeah, I'll say. The first episode, I, I did the story of the Norse creation myth and the Nine Realms. So, yeah, if you want to hear more about that, go to that show. Hey, can our tagline be, don't you believe it? Don't you believe it? Why? Yeah, I don't know. I just that's actually a pretty good. Don't tagline. you believe it? Maybe. Oh, I just remembered another thing. What? What? Oh, from the week. Sorry, let's finish talking about Metalinius. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's it. But get ready, guys. about Jason and the Argonauts. Spin off. Yeah. Cool. Uh, spin a uh, spin off of a. Uh, of fake nerd podcast is finally coming out. Mythelaneous out this Wednesday. Heck yeah, dude! Funny That's thing is, I saw you guys follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, I think it was tw- is it just Twitter. You guys don't have an we stu- right now. Just have a Twitter. Oh yeah, because I saw on Twitter. I saw I was like Mythelaneous followed you on Twitter. I was thinking. Who the hell is Mytho? Oh, that's hey, right. Hey, you know what? It's a pretty cool logo. Who did that one? Mike Matola. Oh, oh my God. Who's that handsome gentleman? It is a pretty cool logo. It is a great logo. It's it legitimately like, that's a great design and yeah, logo he, and name. He so. gave that He gave that to me. I go, Mike, how much? How much? This is beautiful. He was like, just take it, man. What I'm excited man. about it. Mike is great. He's done so much for this podcast. Yeah, I know. Nice. He, he designed the logo. Uh, my girlfriend came up with the name. It's a great one, um, Zara. You did great. And uh, great. Jeremy Vellucci did the theme music. Is it just like, blah, I'm a slime monster from the <laughs> Crustaceous area? <laughs> no, it's very grand and very epic. Cool. And I'm very excited about it. It's finally coming together. Uh, uh, this is this is something that I've, been, I've wanted to do for a long time. So Heck I'm yeah, really glad it's coming out. Yeah. This was an odd place to plug it, but yeah, yeah. Bigger people are going to tune out at the end of the show, so. Yeah, right. It could happen. Halloween myths. We'll find out. Well, we'll drop it again there. We'll yeah. be like, hey, reminder. Yeah. We'll drop sh- the mic. This, this other thing. Bookend. M- miscellaneous. Yeah. yeah. You, you remembered something before we move on to our news. I did. I'm sorry. This isn't about miscellaneous at all. Um, Ryan and I also started watching another show on Netflix this past two we weeks. Did? Yes, we did. Oh, is it the, the cooking show? The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. What a sweet Which, lady. if you haven't heard about that. Is pretty much the coolest thing I've ever heard of coming to Netflix ever. It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. It's a, it's a semi cooking, semi not like just cooking, but like homemade. It's half like stuff. scripted comedy, half cooking. She show. also like she also like showed how she made a dress. Yeah. Oh, in she, an episode. I missed that yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, so cool. With Jim Henson puppets in it. Yeah. That's who live so in her cool. home and she interacts with, and it's all spooky themed. So it's like There's a, an Egyptian a resurrected mummy cat. mummified cat. A Frankenstein raccoon creature. Oh, a werewolf. And a werewolf. <laughs> and they're all friends. And they're all puppets from the Henson Company. Yeah, dude. And so it's like a it's a like an adult uh a more adult bear in the big blue house about cooking. Yeah. And the, my favorite thing is every time she turns to the audience to talk to them and be like, So this is what you want to do for making a cake like this, the puppets are like, Who the hell is she talking to? Yeah. <laughs> dude, and they think she's just crazy. And I, I did a little research. Uh Christine McConnell, like She's like a horror lady her whole life. Like yeah, as yeah. a kid, she decorated like her houses, and she's like she's had her own YouTube shows. And like she, she said she turned on like three hundred network uh, offers because they all wanted to do like a silly thing. And she's like, I want to do it this. They way. all wanted to do like the the standard cooking reality based shows. Like and she's Rachel like, I don't Ray really like that stuff. She wanted to do something scripted. Mm-hmm. And Netflix is like, so, here's the money, and she's like, thank you guys. That's cool. It's awesome. It's hilarious. There's only six episodes right now. You should check it out. You especially, Brandon, but like you, the the audience listeners should check it out because it's it's great. I will for it's sure. It's a super check charming, and she makes the most insane cakes. Like, yeah, it's super easy. I'm like, are you kidding me, girl? <laughs> no, I saw the the Netflix trailer for it when I was like searching through Netflix stuff yeah. to watch, and I watched. It, I was like, this show looks amazing. It's and so I, charming. No, They're I instantly thought of you two, yeah. uh, Sparks and Ryan, of watching it, especially like the end part. I was like, let's kill them, yay! Yeah, with kindness. Oh, that takes so long. <laughs> 
there's funny. there's literally no other show like it it's, uh, right yeah, now. And I that, need to it's watch incredible. This. I need to watch this. Alrighty, that was thirty minutes. Heck Let's get oh into. Oh my god, I'm I had so excited. Like- Let's get into our new section. And here's your bread and your butter. He's been butter. Hey, okay, not in my ear. Thank you. It's not really any news. What could have happened in two weeks? Uh-huh. James Gunn is doing Suicide Squad. Oh, oh. my God. Oh, right. Yeah. That's okay. what we're starting so, with? So are we That's happy we're about with. this? Okay. Or well, are ben, we swear? Well, before we answer, what do you feel? Hold, I want your initial thoughts. My initial thoughts? Yeah. Well, let me let me tell the, let me tell the story okay. real quick. Okay, right. tell the story. Okay, so how this initial? came out was like Monday of last week, of the week before last. So I don't know how weeks oh work. Uh, it came out that the, someone was like, Hey, I'm being told that James Gunn is in talks to write and direct Suicide Squad 2. Uh, this is kind of like a month after we heard April, Gavin O'Connor. April Fool's Day isn't anytime soon. Yeah, like this is kind of a month after like we heard Gavin O'Connor. Now, Warner Brothers is no stranger to hiring people who have got some controversy. Johnny Depp. Um, rightfully so or not, they're, they, they kind of don't care. Um, so I was kind of like, that's weird. I don't know if James Gunn would do that. But where the smoke, there's fire. Let's wait and see what happens. DC Daily comes out. Which is the DC Universe which is their uh, sponsored daily TV show? show yeah, yeah. DC sponsored TV show came out and said, "Oh yeah, no, he's in talks to write." And doesn't say anything about directing. Though. Right, I was gonna Maybe. ask for that clarification. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure he's just writing it. Right so now, far. he's just writing it with the possibility <clears throat> of directing. Is kind of what the news is. What uh, where it's the com- the confirmation is that he is writing Suicide Squad two. Uh, ben, what do you think? <laughs> well, part of me. He's glad that the man has a job again because he is very talented, especially after his work on Guardians of the Galaxy. Another part of me is, I don't know if this is a revenge plot of him <laughs> trying to stick it to Disney or if this is Warner Brothers doing something right business-wise. They're like, hey, Disney done effed it up. It can be both. Let's try and nab him because we know he's really good with ensemble pieces, Guardians being the main example. What I, what I suggested to the group was... Uh, I wonder what these talks mean. Is it James Gunn came to them and said, I have an idea for Suicide Squad 2, or is it Warner Brothers came to them and said, save us with a pile of cash? Exactly. <laughs> I think I think it's Warner Brothers came to him, yeah. not, not yeah. the other way around. Yeah. But either way, this is exciting. It I, is. This isn't the DC property I want him. To, I would want him to do. Like I said before, I want him to do... I would, if he were to go to DC, I Green would want Lanterns. him to do Green Lanterns. Yeah. Because um, I, th- I like his cosmic work. I think he could do something really cool with Green Lanterns. I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy and I was like, that's Green Lantern. Just gives gives one of those guys a ring and it's Green Lantern. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, close enough. Um, uh, I mean, Green... Okay, fine. He's pretty tonally. Okay, fine. Tonally, Guardians of the Galaxy is close to what I would want from a Green Lantern film. Okay, okay, that's, um, that's fine. I would also you, you suggested Christopher McQuarrie. I would also like that. Both of them could make a really good Green Lantern films. Um, but at any rate, this has got to be like ten times better than Suicide Squad, right? <laughs> The news of, of this definitely because if anyone could save Suicide Squad, it probably and is he's, they James said, Gunn. They said uh, it, he's a lot uh, of people could save Suicide Squad from true. that first yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he's right. they, they said a lot he, of help. They said that he's going to be taking the franchise in, in a completely fresh, uh, fresh take. Uh, and I. David, e. that movie never happened. David Ayer even said, "I think it's an incredibly brave and smart move by the studio. James is the right man for the job." Yeah. So David O'Connor was going to do Suicide Gavin Squad. Gavin O'Connor. Too. Gavin, sorry, just. O'Connor. Gavin O'Connor was going to do Suicide Squad too, and now there was like turmoil between there were, them. The, the rumor, the current rumor, is that he do, that his pitch for Suicide Squad two was close to what they were doing with Birds of Prey, and when they greenlit Birds of Prey before Suicide Squad two, yeah. he got pissed. That's interesting. So that leaves the spot open, and like, 
yeah, like here's a bunch of cash, James. Like you can go make like a small movie or you can try to do, you know, something big again if you like. So like we'll see how much involvement he's actually going to have. Right. Immediately this movie's already better than Suicide Squad 1 and just already, no matter and what. Again, right now he this is This movie just, that doesn't exist, I like it more than Suicide Squad 1. Yeah, right, and right now he is just writing. Yeah. Right. So who knows Here's, even here's my pitch. Uh, make it rated R. Kill three-fourths of the cast. Just keep Harley and Deadshot recast everyone else because who cares? No, kill Harley because we don't need 50,000 Harley no, I, movies. But they're not going to kill their moneymaker. Okay, then don't bring her in the movie. <laughs> but that's not the world we live in. You know, you know what I mean? I know. Mean? Like, no, I know. I want it to be. No, I, I don't know, need 50,000 Harley movies. Listen, she's not the worst part of that movie. She's not. I Margot actually... Robbie's a really talented actress, and I think with, uh, with James Gunn, dar- darken that edge, darken the tone. Don't make it a roller coaster of emotions. Don't Edited get a trailer better. house to make your movie. Have a solid vision. Make it a make it an actual Suicide Squad movie where they have to go kill some politician and like something gets in the way. Bring back Diablo. That'd be great. I mean, it would. It would be great. It would be great. Also, kill off everyone else because we don't need them. Yeah. Uh, Sparks. Anything else you wanted to touch I on? I like James Gunn. Yeah. I see no need for another Suicide Squad movie. Period. Right now, even by him, I just. I'm like, you have so many other things I'd rather see coming out of DC right now than another Suicide Squad. He got the money, though. Even with him. No, I know. Like, there's there's other things I'd rather see. And so I'm like... <sighs> Hollywood's a cruel mistress. And, and I think what bothers me about this, like, in my pit, is not that James Gunn left Marvel to do something with DC. Well, he didn't leave. It's that, no, 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 but you know what I mean. No, I know, like, yeah. it's, it's not he that he ousted. went. It's not that he went from Marvel to do something at DC. It's that... It's not that I'm blaming him or or the studio specifically, but just I don't like that it's basically Suicide Squad was the movie trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. And now he's coming over and doing the sequel to that movie that was trying to emulate his movie instead of coming over there and doing something that didn't have anything to do with what he was doing at Marvel. Something that wasn't trying to emulate that feeling. uh, like Booster Gold or something, or like like a oh shut the hell up yeah, that would dude. be amazing. I'd see yeah. a Booster Gold film. Yeah, like, a like, James Gunn go. Booster Gold. Dude, even make it like Booster Ted Gold, Cord and Booster. Blue, yeah. Yes, like yes, a his thousand tone, times. like yes. his smart, funny tone. Blue and Gold by James Gunn. That's the movie I want. Oh, Blue and Gold. I forgot to put that on the list of in development movies. That yeah, that's not happening ever again. By, but um, that's that would be but killer. That's, but that's the thing. Like I just I don't. I'm not super into him. It feels. It feels cheap. And this makes me wonder if, like, and like he's such a good filmmaker. Like, I wonder if, like, he really didn't have any other choices. As I, sad I as wonder that, that too. I wonder that too. Well, his Sony film is is coming out. Yeah, but do you think that was it? Was already so much in production, like you weren't going to cancel it? I mean, they they shelved. No, that was Lionsgate. Oh, maybe. I it's it's hard to say. And yeah. like, if this isn't one of those things where it's like, hey, do this, and maybe we'll give you something else, and that also kind of like thing. we're like, like we're big nerds who are really in this. Maybe he's just like, yeah, I want to make a fun, other fun comic book movie. Maybe like he doesn't even care that it's no, DC or anything. No, like I I get it. And again, like it's not that it's, it's but that if he doesn't care. I don't want it. Well, you know what I mean. Like it's that it's it's he that has a chance to do to it, do Guardians again, but just in a different way. It's that Suicide Squad two that I'm like. No, I agree. This is not the franchise I'd like. And it, it doesn't feel like, like it, it definitely just doesn't feel like something he organically had a good idea for. Yeah. So they that throw, makes me through the cash money. That, at him. that makes me question yeah. the, the strength going into this and what it'll be. And, and let's remember that James Gunn has not had the best time working with Warner Brothers before. What did he do before? Scooby-Doo. Oh, that was also like tw- almost 20 years ago. I know, but I'm saying that there were issues then yeah. 
between him and the studio not getting along with certain Excuse creative me. choices What's he wanted to make. What's wrong with Scooby Doo? I'm not saying that I don't like the movie. <laughs> I'm saying that That's he right. has I talked about. To, I just wanted to hear you say that. He, I like those movies. Yeah. I would watch Scooby Doo three if he wanted to do that now. Hell yeah! But he had he had a lot of issues with the studio not liking his creative choices. Um, yeah, and that that was has when been he a was problem way... at Warner Brothers. Period. No, so. I agree. Um, that was at a period like when he wasn't who he is now making billion dollar franchises. Also, it was three, it was three regimes ago. That's true, Brothers. but it yeah. didn't stop the studio from getting handsy with the other directors that they've had. So, yeah. I have a thought. What if, um, what if Warner Brothers, because once again, we don't know the whole story of why James Gunn is writing Suicide Squad 2. My theory Fine. is that Warner Brothers came to him and said, hey, help us with our Suicide Squad franchise, and if it does well, both financially and critically, you have free reign to do whatever you want. That makes sense. So this could be... No, that's, that's kind of how I'm feeling about it. Yeah, because this could be, Brandon, a gateway to him doing um, Green Lantern or another cosmic... Well, Green Lantern's kind of already yeah. going to happen without yeah, him. Yeah, but still, like, either way, this could be the gateway. Like, say Suicide Squad does amazingly well. Like, it's one of the best-rated um, DC movies ever made it, thus far. It could be like like the Nolan stuff. Like, hey, you do a Batman, and we'll give you an Interstellar. Probably, like a like it could. one-off. One it could off, be yeah. like, okay, yeah. so what else do you want to do? And James Gunn says, "I want to take control and of Green Lantern." At the end of the They'll day, let him. We're getting another Suicide Squad movie, no matter what. Yeah, I'd rather have a good team on. I it. would much rather have James like, Gunn. It might not be like, oh, we don't want to see this person get married to that person, but like, it might, it might produce something good. I think, I think you hit on my my biggest thing about it is yeah. that I was kind of hoping the Suicide Squad sequel would just die. No, dude, it, as bad as that movie is, it, it still made eight hundred million dollars yeah. more than like Justice League did. <laughs> And we that's still, so weird. And we still see uh, Harley Qu- um, Suicide Squad Harley Quinn at every con we go to. Yeah, she's mad popular. Thank yeah. God. I mean, but what? I also what? But I, what? <laughs> what did you say? I, I don't. I don't need to expand on it. But I. I did. I did have that back hope that there was possibly Suicide Squad two would die just because bad word of mouth of that movie after its release and and that did is one of the reasons why Justice League sucked is because bad word of mouth from BBS so they knew yeah. that they had to have something strong if they were going to do a sequel. Yeah, yeah, he's right. Yeah. Um, uh, quick side note: How many Bowsette cosplays do you guys think we'll see at LA Comic Con? That's this a year? great question. How many what Bowsette? Oh, <laughs> I'll say you know I'm gonna I'm gonna say one. I don't want to be overzealous. I'm gonna say one. I say I'm five. I'm gonna say two. Five. Shit, dog. I think five. There goes this, be five at this Bowsette. upcoming con. Yeah, LA, LA Comic Con this, uh, uh, this next week. I'm gonna go with a sweet, sweet three. All right, all right. So you said two. I said two. One, two, three, five. Yeah. Well, we'll find out Saturday and I mean, Sunday. If I'm able to go, I'll keep track. Yeah. But if I'm not, you guys have to count for me. All right, well, let's move on. we got a lot to get through. Yes. Uh, for example, Donnie Cates has announced... Who's that? One of the best writers. Well, our spirit animal, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we're reading everything he's doing. Yes. Um, he has... Before we, we get into put that, that on a shirt? Uh, Donnie Cates is our <laughs> Donnie spirit Cates, animal. Donnie Cates, I'm reading everything you write. <laughs> I, would, I would absolutely. I would wear it. Um, Donnie Cates, uh, we know we know that he's doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And uh, last two weeks. couple weeks ago, they announced what the team, at least the first issue, is going to be. Well, the <laughs> That's a good team. Yeah, but they're going to be dying. I, I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, man. So the, the te- so they throughout the week, they kind of released three people each of who's going to be on this team. It's a, it's a big team. Do you guys like that first issue? Dan Abnett and Annie Lanning? So the team is going, the, uh, the first issue is going to be comprised of Star-Lord, Adam Warlock, Groot, Silver Surfer, Cosmic Ghost Rider, Moon Dragon, Gladiator, Beta Ray Bill, Phyla Vell, Nova, and Darkhawk. Nova, the original Nova, Richard yeah, Nova. Ryder. The good the Nova. Jesus. I almost said the, the original Nova. <laughs> the original Nova. Um, the original Nova. Uh, however, only six of them 
will be left standing at the end of that His, issue. Donnie's thing is like, yo, give me a cast of characters so I can kill him. Everything he writes, someone's got to die. What now, is to with be him fair, and killing people? He likes now, killing people. Now, to be fair, it has not explicitly stated that all these characters will die by the end of that issue. It has just said that six of them will be a part of the team. Uh, well, there, there, six of those people... Fat. Six of those people will become the Guardians of the Galaxy at the end of that issue. And you know what? That is a very, I mean, classic for us, like yeah. t- the 2008 run, like Phyla Vale and Moondragon, like those characters aren't around at all. Do you think he's going to give, uh, going to take away Groot's speech patterning again? I think he's just going to kill Groot because who needs him anymore? He's so popular. Well, he's so popular. Because Infinity, Infinity Wars, or before Infinity Wars, uh, Groot can talk again. Like, yeah. he's he's articulate. He can say words again. No, thank you. Uh, the gar- well, Make the, him like Bumblebee. Uh, you know the collector, the the grandmaster. What are they called again? Uh, uh, Etern- uh, uh not Eternals, not uh, Celestials. Oh God! Like just the, they're super strong old guys. Yeah, I forgot what they are. Well, the gardener. Celestials? No. Oh fuck. The the gardener, uh, yeah. who's one of them, uh, apparently has revealed that he took away Groot's vo- uh, voice. That's why he can only say "I am Groot" uh, when we first meet. When we first that's some that's some Nagini stuff. That's he's just yeah, supposed to be it's a- that shit. <laughs> yeah. um, because it, when, because when we first saw Groot, he can speak. Yeah, he he was a monster. I, I remember speak. the story. Um, and now he then he can Planet X. Now he can do that. Now he can speak again. Um, so it's strange to see him without Rocket on this team. By the way, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is Rocket dead? Rocket. I don't know if Rocket is dead right now. I'm not reading Infinity Wars. Neither am I. I know that that Star Lord died for a hot second. Literally, the time stone brought him back to life. No, I was about to say, yeah, they teased it and then he's. This is live. He does die and then he comes back. Anyway, uh, this is exciting. I'm looks. He's an elder of the universe. Elder. Thank you, Wikipedia. Universe. Uh, Yeah, I'm very excited about this Guardians of the Galaxy run, guys. I'm very stoked, especially because Jeff Shaw is drawing it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm happy for anything Donny Cates. So our spirit animal. Our spirit animal. Uh, we pray to the Lord God. Donny Thank Cates. you, Donnie. You and your pink hair. <laughs> Speaking of God, God Country uh, is getting a movie. We should we should make a new spinoff show that's just the cult of Donny Cates, where we talk <laughs> about only Donny Cates comics and only Donny Cates news. You know I want. I do it. I it's do a it. monthly podcast. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so th- so this broke at the same day that James Gunn writing Suicide Squad, and this to me was the most exciting news. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the more exciting news? Donny Cates is writing the film. Yeah. God Country. If he wasn't attached to it, I'd be so much more worried. Yes, mm-hmm. but he is writing the script. Legendary is putting it out. Um, they picked up the rights with AfterShock Comics, um, which oh, is strange. Speak Legendary. Uh, Hellboy had a trailer. It's a leak. I'm not saying anything until the movie no, comes out. No, but I watched it. Oh, did you? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Very excited about that. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, Donny Cates is doing God Country the movie. Yeah. Oh my uh, God, you guys. When you guys, when I saw that, I was I didn't see it um, from the uh, text feed. I saw, actually saw it on Twitter. Yeah. And I was about to text you guys, but you already texted yeah, Ryan. He, I think even, it was Ryan. Was you? Were you the one? Might have been. I don't Probably. know. Probably. He tweeted. It was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm writing it. And I'm yeah. like, yes. Yeah, like Rick Remender writing Deadly Class, and then uh, Donnie doing God Country. I'm just like, this, that's what you do. You let the comic people do the do the yeah, stories. Yeah. Like they know what they're. I doing. I mean, if they know what they're doing, yeah. Because you know, writing scripts is very different than writing. It is very much uh, writing a comic. It is. Has Donnie Cates wrote scripts before? That's to my knowledge. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. But this is this is great for him. But like, I'm really happy to see him succeeding so well. He's got Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. He's got Venom. Making a movie off of one of the best books we've ever read. Thank yep. you, Sparks. Thank you. Sparks. You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, this is exciting news. This to it's, me, it, I mean, it's practically like I wrote it. <laughs> Donnie, is that so you? For it. Donnie, I mean, so welcome to the cult of Kate. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, damn it, Sparks. I was gonna say that. That's damn, cool. I can't. Um, I can't. Damn it. No, I, I'm really happy that he's that he's attached to this movie's got to be gorgeous. I know it's got to have a budget, dude. 
It's got to be gorgeous. Oh, this, this this movie needs to have a two hundred fifty million dollar budget. That's which sword. will be very difficult. That for sword them to better get. be practical. It better be freaking amazing for an for for uh, a film that doesn't have an established IP to have the budget needs to be huge to make uh, this movie the way that I am it. expecting some Final Fantasy style sword fights in this Do you shit. remember the name of the guy who did Ex Machina and Annihilation? Oh. And Dread. Uh, uh, off the top of my head, no. Okay. Akiva Goldsman. No, I'm no, so sorry. No. I'm so... I'm, the people that come to my head are the guy who made Annihilation and Ex Machina or Danny Villeneuve. No, you're right. Absolutely. 100%. Like, they got the visual style, like, he has good. he has 100% the yeah. visual style um, for God Country. But they'll get, like, Michael Bay or something, probably. No, no. No, I know. I'm kidding. All right, so and since we're all in the part of the culture, uh, Aronofsky. Um, I don't know if he could do the action. I don't know if he could do the action. Noah was pretty actiony. <sighs> I feel like he could. Yeah. Remember that he was I set do to the do Wolverine. the Wolverine. Yeah, that's once true. Upon a time, that's true. Yeah. We were saying. No, I was just gonna make a stupid cult of Kate's joke. Okay, <laughs> moving on then. So um, our robes are gonna be purple or pink, right? Like his hair. And his uh, hair is platinum blonde again. Uh, is it? Yeah. Alex Garland. There it is. There it the is. Gar- the, name the, of the Garster. Um, we don't have to touch on this for t- too long, but I did want to bring up I'll Chuck Wendig uh, was fired from Marvel. This was rough. Yeah. Um, for just rough to read. Just yeah. speaking his mind, doing what he's always done. Basically, he was being harassed. Um, and he's been harassed ever since the after no- the after the Star Wars aftermath no- aftermath novels there came out. Um, hey, so he's a novelist. So no- comics. Nothing new about that. But he was attached to write a Star Wars miniseries uh, and an untitled Star Wars book coming from Marvel that we didn't know anything about that was supposed to be announced soon. Um, and he was fired from that. Um, I wanted to bring this up because I have a... I'm really tired of seeing this coming from Marvel. Yeah. With the... Uh, what was her name? Who did Chelsea Kane. Uh, oh, Chelsea Kane, yes. She's gone, baby. Exactly that. Yeah. I don't know who it is, and I suspect it's C.B. Sabolsky. I could be wrong. I don't want to throw the blame on him, but he is the editor-in-chief. He is, the, yeah. Um, it feels like he has no spine. Say what you will about uh, 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 Axel Alonso or even Joe Quesada. When they were editor-in-chiefs, they had your back. See, I, we, uh, it's, hard, it's hard to say if it was him or if it's like pressure from even up above there. Could have been. Like, I, again, I don't, like I don't know if Gunn it is thing. him. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it is him. I don't want to put all the blame on him, but like, he is the editor-in-chief. Um, again, it's true. These pe- those are older editor in chiefs, like Joe Casada, still goes, uh, still has your back. If you're, and he's not even editor in chief anymore. Yeah, who's, like who's the head of Marvel? Who owns Marvel? Who owns Marvel? Yeah, like right now, who who's the who's oh. the top honcho? Is it Ike? Ike yeah, Perlmutter? it's Ike. Ike Perlmutter, yeah. yeah. Well, we know Ike's a huge Trump's he, pocket. He's been, guy. but he's been there for years without the, without any problems. Yeah, right. I but I mean, like. He's a huge Trump guy, and yeah. a lot of these issues are like bashing Trump, yeah, so or it, Trump stuff. So it could be, but it looks like whatever happens. See, I don't know if it's that. What it looks like, what's happening now is, see, let's say it's CB. What hap- what it feels like it's happening is that if someone has a controversy attached to him, if someone gets attacked or harassed online, CB is like. We don't want any controversy. Yeah. Just get it out of here sooner. Sooner, cut the cut the head off the snake, than do anything else. And what's remember the uh, remember the 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 Leia voice actress? Yeah, she she made a real bad video about Doctor Ford during the the testimonies and stuff, and she was saying some really nasty things, and nothing happened to her. She yeah. still got her job. Nothing nothing like that happened. Yeah, it's just it just feels like it really does feel like, especially like looking at this, like not not that or even James Gunn, or but it really does feel like if. 
if you're being harassed, just for the fact of you're being harassed, doesn't even matter for what, you'll get fired because it's like, no, I don't, I don't, we don't want to have this. We don't want to deal with this. We we just want to push it under the, under the rug and move on. Yeah. And that's what it really feels like, especially but, with Chelsea Kane, especially but, with uh, Chuck Wendig. But only if you're getting, like, involved politically on the left. Yeah, there is also it's that. Not, it's not I wanted, happening to those on the right. I wanted to kind of skate across that. No, I know you did. We can't talk mean, about the issue with the skating over the... the, the, the he's talking about Because, like, straight stuff. up what he's talking about, like, a lot of people came out causing controversy saying you should replace the voice actress of Leia for resistance yeah. because that's crap. Yeah. A feminist icon should not be being voiced by someone who would make fun of someone who was bearing her soul in front of, you know... The entire world. The entire world. Yeah. country yeah. like that's not that's not okay and there's and, just, there's and they just information. they just dead walled didn't yeah. respond to that at all didn't didn't but yeah but but chuck is like he is he is very openly liberal very like against our current like regime or whatever you want to call it you know the, the current administration the current administration yeah i like to say regime because it sounds tough um <laughs> but yeah like it's it's kind of like this like a shame like you can't be outspoken on a on twitter which is kind of the point of it yeah uh, it's not like he's saying anything. You can't defend yourself. You can't defend yourself. Yeah, uh, and that's that's kind of shitty. But again, I don't even think it mattered if it, because he, he because apparently the HR HR said it was because you were so violent and vocal and whatever. It's like no, it was because he was harassed. Yeah, because he was harassed by the right. Yeah, and and when you respond to that, like those people come out in waves. And unfortunately, it, to me, to me, it feels like more than anything that CB Sabolski is spineless. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's what I wanted to get at. It feels like he is spineless. Yeah. And I don't know if they've responded yet, but like Marvel put out a statement, like we're not responding to this thing, thing, thing as soon as it happened. And then people were just writing cowards, cowards, cowards. Yeah. And like, oh, you guys. That's exactly it. And but even to- if it's not connected, this is all happening in the Disney branch. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't, uh, I don't, I didn't like Axel Alonso when he was editor in chief yeah. of, but he still, you know, he went for, he went, he went to back for bat for you. Yeah. Like he was there. He was also remember this is the guy who pretended to be a Japanese dude for a long time. There was also that. So that's it's all a whole weird thing. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, I just feel like he's spineless, and I just no. wanted to get that out there. No, uh, yeah. Luckily, Chuck Wendig's a talented guy. He's gonna have plenty of things to do. Yeah, and Chelsea Kane even said, "Look, I'm not. I'm not going down quietly." She has a new image comic like sold out immediately. My, um, Blackbird? No, it's the one with the uh, when women are on the periods they turn into werewolves. Oh, bell yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's some Swamp Thing shit. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, I forgot what it's called, too. But it that is really some cool. Swamp Thing shit. Yeah. <laughs> swamp thing I was like, really why good. does that sound so great <laughs> and familiar? Uh, anyway, uh, moving on to some happier news. Secret Ooh. Six is apparently getting a TV series uh, on CBS. Oh, on CBS? I really like that series. It's It's weird. Um, Suicide Squad is happening. Before we moved on, I wanted to talk about the Chuck thing real quick. Talk talk about it. Um, Chuck it up. I I, I actually just I wanted to to have a question. What what can what do you think we as fans of the medium who support people like Chuck and Chelsea can do? Buy their comics. Buy their books. But I mean, besides that, I mean, like that's that's supporting them and everything. But I mean, supporting them not not being put in these positions. Well. This is, a gen- this is a genuine like, no, yeah. like for the listeners kind it's of thing good, like what yeah. do you do do you do you tweet at marvel and say hey i don't think it i don't know if that helps i don't no, know but that's that's why i'm asking like, time, where do we where do we go time it would be letter campaigns like yeah. you would be you would send letters and, and things like that show your outpour of support now i don't think they listen to that sort of thing yeah uh twitter always falls on deaf ears because it's kind of maligned as a social media uh outlet out, outlet right now yeah um i don't honestly know. i think it's just supporting their independent and personal stuff because like that's what Chuck said. Like, hey guys, like 
I don't have this Star Wars book anymore, but I have all these other novels I've written. Right. No, like, and, and there's and not that, a lot we can that's, do. And that's great to support them and everything, but yeah. that that's why I was asking. We can like, voice you know, our where, opinions Where do like we this. voice? I mean, besides like us talking about it here. No, yeah. What, what do we do to be like, hey, Marvel, don't. We can just tweet at that and they'll ignore it because there's yeah. thousands of people. That, yeah. That's that's the best we can do. Yeah. I don't feel like it's come up with something else, but it, feel, it, feel, it really feels like... Once it's done, it's kind of done. It really feels like, yeah. especially after James Gunn, it really feels like the fans are helpless. Yeah. It's it's not like like a, like a teacher gets fired and like the, the class can rally to get the teacher back. This is like a huge, gro- like not gross, but a huge organization. Yeah. And like no, they I'm, can get I'm, a thousand other people to write I'm, that Star I'm Wars book. I'm with you and all that. Um, like... Would we don't want to recommend to people like don't don't buy the rest of the comic even though Chuck's well, no, not it, on it or that kind of thing. Like, you know, definitely support that comic because it's not fair to the next on. writer who doesn't is no involvement. Right, you know, right, in that. right. It's hard. Which is why I'm trying to. It's a hard thing. Yeah, yeah. just support. This is less I, me questioning and me, but more no, being yeah. like, hey, no, I totally get it. I don't know. I don't have. To I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of ways, but all I could think about is just support their individual other yeah. stuff. And I guess that's uh, that's just the thing. Any way that you can find support, do it. Like maybe tweet at them as like, hey, what happened to you sucks. I tweeted at them. Yeah. Because yeah, um, Ryan, you got um, Gail Simone. She liked a bunch of your tweets. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Oh like, yeah, some, yeah, some dude was just being a jerk I, to yeah. Gail Simone because yes, she's I so sweet. That. that was that was really great what you did there. Yeah. And and that's all awesome on that. And I guess here's my my bigger question behind it is if this trend continues. We're screwed. We just nothing we as the small people we can do except just um, voice it until someone listens. If this trend continues and Marvel like and Marvel keeps making decisions like this, uh, Brandon, you said a while ago, vote with your money. Yeah. And as much as I don't want to hurt other writers who go on to books who replace other writers, because we don't know, maybe the new writer could write stuff better than the first writer. Yeah, that's we still don't know. But if Marvel keeps doing stuff like this. And there and us, the fans, voice our concerns via Twitter, Facebook, any social media forum we know, and they still are just like they just keep hitting that block button. See, like I don't want to go to the extreme of boycott, but that's no, the see, only I, other I way. See, I completely understand that, especially with comics. It's weird because it's not like a movie where it's like, yeah, like you. It's easier, I think, to like, oh, you can disregard a Paramount movie than all of Marvel. Because, yeah. cause like, it, it is not fair. It's like it's not fair to Chelsea Chelsea Kane, who who Vision book got canceled. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jim Zub, who's writing Champions right now, he shouldn't be getting flack for writing Vision, because that's just what he's being paid to do. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's hard for me to to boycott an entire company when like it sucks that the one person in charge is screwing people over. But there's hundreds of artists and inkers and, and writers and stuff. They're like they they're just doing their job. Yeah. Whenever I see people saying like oh, I'm boycotting all the Marvels, like you're you're really hurting. It's it's uh, even boycotting movies. When people are like I'm boycotting Days of Future Past because I hate because Brian Singer's a rapist. Yes. Um, I was like, yeah, but you're not hurting Brian Singer. He got paid already. He got paid, yeah. he got his money. You're hurting yeah. Joe Boom guy or the catering guys. Yeah. You're, you're hurting you're the guy hurting who, them. You're hurting the guy who's edited right. that's that that movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, similar similar situation when Ender's Game came out. Yes, yeah, I was like, you, you are hurting yeah. everybody who made that movie and not the guy who wrote that book. He wrote that book forty yeah. years ago. He got yeah, his yeah. money a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a suggestion. I think I think that it's more than just you know oh buy their books. Um, I think if I don't know how many of our listeners this will apply to, but like if you've got if you've got their books, post pictures, post things, create hashtags that say like you know uh, you know, sub- Donnie creating hates his spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the Nobody cult of Kate's him, stuff. Though. Yeah, n- not not cult of Kate's. Not yet, anyway. Um, Should I tweet at him, uh, cult of Kate's? No. 
No, not until we make the show. Okay. Um, uh, I think I think like you know if you have Chelsea Kane's book, like I I have a Chelsea Kane book, and I think I might I might wind Mockingbird? up doing this at some point. Yeah, the Mockingbird book. You know, post pictures of them. Um, maybe maybe if this continues at a trend of Marvel, you know, create hashtags for stand with Chelsea Kane or stand with Chuck or or this this would be my suggestion. Or um, if you're a person who gets to meet them at cons, take pictures with Chelsea Kane's take, take book pictures. is called Man Eaters. My my suggestion would be put them in a spotlight. Put them out there even more, um, so that their stuff is flooding. You know, more yeah. than just like buying their books. Put it out there that you're reading it. Put it out there that you you're supporting the stuff. That's why I defended Gail so that, Simone, so that it yeah. feels like yeah, absolutely. So that it feels like, hey, Marvel people still love these people. You shouldn't. Uh, you should just be turning on them like that. These aren't people who are <laughs> whipping their dicks out in uh, casting auditions. Yes. Louis C.K. These aren't <laughs> people who are wow. I'm. I'm so, uh, look, these aren't people who are raping people. These aren't people who no. are touching children. Yeah, I know. These are people who are voicing their opinions, and they happen to disagree with you. Right. So what? We live in a world where, like, that's just enough to ruin someone's you life. You disagree with me on the prequels. Yeah, that's that why I got, now I have to ruin your life for it. I know that. That that's exactly what 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 these people are no, doing. I know. Yeah. No, it I comes disagree. in four years when our plan comes to fruition. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say I disagree with all of you on the Cloverfield movies. Yeah, you do. Yeah, uh-huh. you're yeah. wrong. No, but that's your right to be wrong. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, you saw Ten Cloverfield Lane, right? Yes, yes. I did. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, you know, look, these are these are people who disagree with 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 you. So yeah. what? I I tangented this pretty bad, but I no, I, I like think my I think that, it was a good discussion. But I think the point of it being like more than just buying the book, put put them out there even more. Yeah, when I they've been taken a, when they've been taken out of the spotlight, you know, like like once you if you pick up Man Eaters. Yeah. By Chelsea Kane. BT you know, does. Post it out there. Amazing. Post it out there that you have that. I have Chuck's novels. Post it out there. Yep. You know, like, uh, just remind them that, hey, people still love this stuff. People are still reading their stuff. Um, maybe you should think twice before you're you're getting rid of them because they still I'll have their fans. Twice. And editors. Especially the people who are the most passionate about it. And yeah. people who are in charge, don't be spineless. Yeah. Protect your, employee, your employees. Protect the people who you hire. All of them. Who cares if you if, if you disagree with them? Protect yeah. them. Can't all be Don't the best be a boss. dick. Yeah. Well, money speaks, people. Yeah. Take a shot whenever I say that. I'm drunk. Okay, back to CBS doing a Secret Six TV series. Sorry. Yeah. I so like guys, that book. <laughs> no, that was that was good. Thank you for doing. Uh, that. Hey, real talk. Real talk. Yeah, you're I like welcome. It. Um, CBS has given a pilot order uh, for Rick. Uh, nope. Uh, who did <laughs> Suits? Why don't I ever get a Bill Louie? Because or the something? world's not full of white dudes. Just more than that. Um, Bill Lawrence, who did Scrubs. Jeff Ingold, who did Whiskey Cavalier. Um, uh, uh, the one I can't pronounce. M- you got it, baby. I can't do it. You got it. My mouth can't make those words. Let me see. Um, you mean those sounds? M- Rick Muragui. Oh, shit. See? Hold up. Let me try. Muragui. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> Rick Muragui. Muragui? Sure. Yeah, Muragui. Uh, sure. He penned the pilot, and this was the log line for the pilot, says Secret Six centers on six morally ambiguous strangers, each with their own unique specialties and secret parts. Pass. Uh, who, part sounds a little <laughs> raunchy. Um, uh, who are brought together by an enigmatic figure who blackmails them into working as a team to expose the corruption of the corporate and political Yeah, elite. Secret Six is like, is more of a guardian's tone than Suicide Squad is, yeah. Because <laughs> it is definitely like morally morally ambiguous characters, like like Bane's on the team. He's like an antihero, uh, but they're still like bad guys doing good things. But it's that the book has like Scandal Savage, who's Vandal's daughter, and she's a badass. Yeah. There's Ragdoll, who's just like a contortionist and super creepy. Like, her name? I, yeah, I love that book. What's her name? Ragdoll. Va- Va- Vandal Savage. 
Yeah, oh, Scandal, Scandal Savage. Savage. That is awesome. Yeah, she's this great. This is coming up for CBS. This is coming to CBS. Yeah. That's weird. It, it is weird. Do you think this will be uh, this will be canceled and go to CW? Maybe. That other if, the, it, if it was canceled, I find it more likely it would wind up on the streaming service. There's yeah. another oh. dumb prequel show we're going to talk about that's not connected to the other dumb prequel show the same guy di- uh, directed. Oh, yeah, we're talking about that a little, so weird. A little later. Um, all right. Warner Media is doing a new streaming service. Now, this uh, is not all. this is not DC Universe. This is not HBO Now. This is not Boomerang. Those are all or- owned by Warner Bre- Media, but they are doing a new streaming service that will not be connected to kill the me. three other streaming services. Hang me, please, just kill me. Sure, you this have is three. It. That's this stupid. is two, this is this is the one where I'm like, I don't. We're done. I don't need any more streaming services. You have three already. This is it. I'm done, guys. Who's even gonna buy this? I don't know. I don't know. What's the, what was their pitch? Get all the Harry Potter movies. Dude, we've had those movies for like 15 years. Uh, yeah, I straight like, up, I, I, Ryan told me that, and I was like, okay, either you already own those movies if you want to watch them. You, you have either have versions. access to one of the many television channels that air them regularly, especially at the holidays, or you know somebody who owns them. Yeah. Wait, seriously, that, um, was, that was their big push is like watch yes. all eight Harry Potter Yeah, like all yes. these old movies that we've all that is owned so, or seen on different streaming services. This, is, so this is what they said. This is what they said. This is another benefit of the AT&T Time Warner merger. And we are committed to launching a compelling and competitive product that will serve as a complement to our existing business uh, businesses and help us to expand our reach by offering a new choice for entertainment with the Warner Media collection of films, television series, libraries, uh, documentaries, and animation loved by custom by consumers around the world. We expect to create such a compelling product that w- it will help uh, distributors increase consumer penetration. Not a good enough reason to use penetration, please. Of their current packages and help us successfully reach more customers. Uh, John Stanky, Warner Media. That sounds like a stanky idea. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Warner Media CEO. I don't care. I don't want this. I, no. I so when Disney announced it, I remember specifically asking you guys, "What's going to stop Warner Brothers from doing this?" And guess what? Apparently, nothing. Disney and Warner are not the same thing. Now, if not Warner even close. No. Now, here's the thing. The only way, the only way I could see anyone trying to get this is if Warner encompassed everything. I, I'm talking like DC, H- Looney HBO, Tunes, but they. Everything. They just launched a DC server, so they're not going to take yeah, that stuff. Exactly, no. it's this stupid. Dumb. And they already have HBO now, yeah. which yeah. is which they own. Uh, Boomerang, which is where they put all the Looney Tunes yep. and old and old yeah. Hanna Barbera stuff. Yeah. Scooby Dooby Doo. Um, I can see them merging Boomerang, and maybe you can get like a deal if you already have HBO now. But come on, That's unless still it's super. like or, or like, like all of Cartoon Network, unless it's like Cartoon Verve, Network. where it's like one sweet price for HBO, all like DC Universe, like. But I don't see them doing. Which is that. what you, you and I have talked about the eventual fu- future of streaming. It's is. just going back mm-hmm. to the cable Being channels, cable. Yeah. except now yeah. they're channels of streaming services instead of just streaming services giant of channels. Yeah, services. I think. I think. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of us have had that. We're all just going to circulate to that. The stream wars of twenty twenty one. Oh, you kidding me? Cable's going to die out eventually. We're going to yeah. have. We're going to have cable packages, but it's just going to be streaming packages. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 and I don't care. <laughs> I just yeah, don't. This was literally the one where I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm ready to move on. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing, though. I, I want to say one more thing about Warner's this. dumb. You have you own twenty five percent of Hulu, which is where you put most of your shit anyway. Mm-hmm. Keep doing that. Just build Hulu bigger. And make make a deal with Universal so that Disney doesn't take over Hulu. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, because mm. Disney now has fifty percent of Hulu. Is wait was Runaways on Hulu? Yeah, it is. Oh my god, I love Runaways. I do too. Season two this December. Pet Cemetery released a trailer. It's a remake. Sometimes things are just... we already at trailers for this for this for two weeks ago. 
Oh, are we doing news from yes. last week then? Okay, I like it because oh, I'll wow. say there's so oh. much news. All right, wow. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Some, some things should just stay not alive anymore, you guys. Something, sometimes, sometimes dead is better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this looks real good. Black yeah, this looks real good. Uh, it's got a good I, I never saw the original. I Oh, it's good. Yeah. Well, you know what? I shouldn't be surprised. You yeah. just saw Halloween. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a big horror guy growing up. No, you weren't. Me neither. Um, Have you seen the original Pet Cemetery? No. Then don't give me that shit. <laughs> I'm saying I, I'm 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 the same boat as He's you. He's on Brandon. the same boat as you. I, no spookies. Um, yeah, I I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of the original. Um, Did you see the sequel? No. Pet Cemetery. Uh, John John Lithgow. John Lithgow has a really hard thing to do because in the original film, the the actor that played Judd was perfect. Is it Ron Perlman? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's it's he was just he embodied that role straight out of the book so well, um, and is you know like he, I I'm sure you've heard people quote him where he d- does the sometimes dad is better. Uh, I listen um, to a show called um, what's the show called that we that you turned me on to. I turn you on to a lot of things. Oh yeah, you do, baby. Which one? Um, we hate ha- movies. Oh, we hate movies. They yes. do a spooktacular every every October where they talk about shitty Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and their new intro has the quote: "Sometimes death is better." Right. Yeah. Um, there we go. Yeah. The the his performance was is is iconic. That's just the, that's what it is in horror films. His performance as Judd is iconic. And uh, John Lithgow, I think, is doing a really good job trying very hard not to be that performance, but still embody that character. And that's that's a tall order, and I yeah. feel for him. This is a smaller scale, how hard it is for Will Smith to be the genie after Robin Williams. This is a smaller scale of that. Yeah. This is a hard thing for him to have to do, so I respect that. Um, I find the whole idea of the road so much more frightening in this one because they have... In the original film, it's it's a much more open space. You can kind of see when the trucks are coming. Um, but in this one, there's so many trees that the trucks just kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, dude. That's an important element, just so you know. I figured. Um, I love the so kids in masks. Yeah. Love it. Love yeah, I got it. the... It was a real good tone. Real, real spooky vibes. Yeah. yeah. This looks real good for the king that's happening right now. So yes. the Stephen King McConaissance. McConaissance, yeah. Because they're all uh, McConaissances. Something that I don't see in a lot of trailers are like, you have like the Pet Cemetery like sign on the tree and they use that as the title instead of like a red font come yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Right. They, they, they like, just used that's it. That's a good ass. No, it's that really, is, it's, that yeah. was really good. Creates a really good tone, I yeah. think. Yeah, um, and uh, I'm, I'm very excited. That, that movie is, that original is spooky. Yeah. That book is spooky. Spooky. I might actually read that one. I think this movie is gonna really, really hit that that tone hard. Yeah. Hard um, tones. There's some frightening stuff in there. Yeah, it's good shit. And it's rated R, right? Probably. Oh, ab- yeah. uh, absolutely. I mean, the it, new it, one would probably. It, it, it is R. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Absolutely it's R. sure it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Aladdin released a teaser. We saw thirty seconds of it. I like the music. Visually, looks cool. Got stuck in my head. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, Same. for like a wah, week. Wah. We uh, see, we see really nothing except for a small piece of Aladdin and uh, Iago flying over Agrabah. You think he kinda. talks in this one? I think I not. So. I think the animals think don't not. talk. Yeah, yeah I'm not. a little bummed about that. Um, I had a whole conversation with someone about how when you actually analyze Jafar in the original film, if he doesn't talk to Iago, he doesn't talk to a lot of people at all. He probably has like a henchman now though instead. I don't want that because it's in the Broadway musical. It's <sighs> in the Broadway musical and it's bad. Um, Iago's just turned into a hench dude and yeah. it doesn't play. I 
I can almost guarantee you that's going to happen. I because really, he needs someone to talk to, and and he's that's why that's why I'm holding yeah, out hope. That's talk. why I'm holding out hope that Iago does speak. I hope so because I think that 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 relationship is actually pretty important to yeah. Jafar, and I don't think the Broadway show did that better. I want all the bombast as much as I can. Like I want all the talkies, all yeah. the talking animals. But yeah. I, think, I want. I just man, I can't wait to see Genie Jafar. <laughs> We did get. We, we do know. So cool. We do know. Will Smith will be blue. Oh, do we? He oh, said yes. on Twitter. He, t- he said it on Twitter when yeah. the teaser came out. He's like, "I can't wait for you to see me be blue." That's cool. Oh, that's awesome. So he is going to be blue. That's cool. I, uh, we get a little bit of the cave of of cave of wonders. Thank you. Uh, I didn't want to say that because for some reason I was like, "That sounds." Dirty. I want to say it's no. Frank Welker who does that voice. I think so. I think Probably. I saw that somewhere. I think that's true. Yeah. Um, I saw some complaints from people oh. saying that, of like, you did. of course, and like. I don't people see just can't be. Li- people just can't like things. Well, they were saying like they had shop like shots next to like uh, like uh, the, the the what's it called like the the treasure room or whatever, and like shot next to it. It's like there's it's so busy. There's so much on the screen. I'm like it's a treasure room in 2018. It's gonna be detailed. There's thousands of pieces of gold. What do you want it to look like? Shit. Like I don't. That's you the mean, worst argument I've ever seen. Oh, were they so so mad that the piles of gold just looked like gold hills? Yeah. That's and I was stupid. like, "There's too much detail." I'm like, "That's a weird." It doesn't argument. look like it uh, looked like uh, Scrooge McDuck can swim in this. Yes. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, there, and I was like, "That's a really weird detail that it's too detailed." That's or like weird. if they made Goofy Movie live action. They're like, "The pizza cheese doesn't slop down the yeah. way I want it to." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> don't look. First the of all, leading power, tower of cheese. Oh, yeah. I will say the one thing that I thought was funny, where uh, you see Aladdin going for the going for the lamp. Uh, uh-huh. He's wearing a shirt over under his vest, yeah, and he's he's shirtless in the original, just he wearing is. a sexy vest. So we're not gonna have sexy Aladdin. Well, I'll allow it. I'll live. Still sexy. I'll, yeah, he's still sexy. Um, no, I I uh, truthfully I thought things looked pretty good. I I hope that there isn't too much of an over reliance on CGI for some of the sets. But it's Guy Ritchie, so I kind of think it might Which be. is what makes me a little nervous, because I haven't loved Guy... You and I talked about this. I haven't loved Guy Ritchie as of late. So his hey, last few movies... did you see King Arthur, Legend of the Sword? No. I saw half good, of it on a plane. I turned that off. Good. Yeah, I saw, I wish- saw part of it, and I decided, no. Okay, I watched so John Wick instead. Hold up, hold up. Let me finish. He, no, no, no. What has he done since Sherlock Holmes 2? King, King, King Arthur. King Arthur. Was that it? Yeah. Oh, Man from Uncle. Oh, he did do that. Oh, that I did good. like that. That was good. I actually wasn't crazy about Man from Uncle. I I liked Man from Uncle, but I, Ryan and I. Did I think not Sherlock like, Holmes two is fantastic. I, it is. We know. I Ryan know and do. I. I don't. Don't so. really like Sherlock Holmes. That movie 2, is super so bombastic. You're wrong. Which and makes I, me. Uh, Jared Harris makes that. Which movie. makes me nervous. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. I like Jared Harris. You have a no, Jared Harris hard on. He's so good in that movie. Oh my God, you guys. The game is on. <laughs> For performances, this isn't me defend. <laughs> no, I know we're not going to defend that too long. No. Okay, I will um, die on that hill. Though uh, <laughs> I will say we talked He'll about. I think Guy Ritchie is a good choice for a musical because his quick editing and like sharp, punchy dialogue, yes. like that works for a musical. So like, yeah. I think he's a good choice. We'll see I, like, honestly, more than anything, like the direction has me nervous, and I, I'm hoping that this does a better job of uh, of translating to live action than Beauty and the Beast did. Uh-huh. Yeah, as you and I talked about. Look at my um, books, bitch. Look at my <laughs> books. Um, no, nope, nope, you have to say bitch. I, uh, I, this is when I was talking. Thanks, I hate. I was it. talking to Megan about it, and I and I realized that I hope they don't take very much from the Broadway musical on this, because there's actually a lot of things in the Broadway musical I don't think work, and uh, and I there's I understand why they happen because it's a Broadway show but this is a movie and I'm like they don't need to do them I hope they don't do them yeah you saw there's the- really only one thing that should be added to this that wasn't in the animated film um 
as far as like pre-existing stuff and that's that's just the proud of your boy song which was something that was supposed to originally be in the anime film and outside of that i really song. don't i really don't want a lot added from the broadway wah, show wah. um and, and then just i guess your interpretation of genie in the broadway show because that's like the best thing about it uh that's that's fine because that's i that's reinventing him without him being yeah. robin williams and that makes sense will but, smith is the least thing i'm worried about in this no movie. i'm not worried yeah. about him i i'm nervous that they'll they play up some weird ham-fisted feminism with jasmine um, in, the, in the broadway in the broadway show which i don't want to see well they definitely did do that in beauty and the beast yeah and i don't want to see that so ham-fisted yeah. in this movie um not that i don't want to see her have any feminism i just no. don't want it to be like poorly done feminism she's reading books that woman yeah <laughs> oh my god is it one girl knowing she's how to teaching read? one to read is my it Lord. one bad enough um Look at oh, my thanks. books. Thanks. Uh, I hate it. I like Aladdin. <laughs> I really like Aladdin. Uh, Hercules on my that, that, that music gets me pumped. I love Aladdin. Yeah. I would go to California Adventure just to see the Aladdin musical when they had it. Screw you, Frozen. I didn't know that was a thing. That yeah. was. Once upon a time. Ten years. Now and it's it was frozen. amazing. Ten, and Frozen effed it up. Oh, no, no. I, I was just saying that Aladdin is Frozen. Oh. Part three. Frozen would you guys think ice. of that brief look at Jafar? We saw what? him. I didn't see him. He's standing outside the cave. I didn't know. Oh, it was, was like you can't see anything, anything though. You can see his hat. Yeah, what do you think uh, of the design of his hat? Oh, I can't talk about this anymore. It's not enough to talk about. There's, there's not. Yeah, we've we stretched this. We stretched this a <laughs> we lot. Did. We did. I just hope it. Glass yeah. released a new trailer. Oh. Uh, the 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 For full theatrical th- trailer. The third movie in a trilogy you haven't seen yet. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you know. Looks real good. Good morning, man. You really need to watch those. Oh man, looks real good. Jesus. It's a. So they all have like actually. Actually, I just want to say something. What I so seeing the first trailer for Glass actually turned me off of the whole franchise, mm-hmm. uh, only because I was like, "Oh, is it some weird shit where it's just all in their head and they don't actually have powers or whatever?" I don't give a shit about that. No. And then this one is like, "Oh no, he's walking on walls and and Bruce Willis is actually super strong." I'm like, I'm back in. So yeah, like <laughs> I want to see seventy year old Bruce Willis punch a wall. Yeah. So like real quick, like Unbreakable is like like the most realistic take at like like a superhero and a supervillain becoming who they are. Yes. And then this is like the sequ- this is obviously it's a sequel to that like now they they know who they are and the world is now going to experience this for the first time. Yeah. And it looks like again like really weird and real and like spoilers for Split now you don't need to see it anymore but uh, McAvoy is a beast man <laughs> and he could crawl on walls. Except you still should because Split was incredible. It's awesome. No, after I cuz I saw the trailer for um Glass right before I saw Halloween yep. and I'm sitting there going Damn it! I need to make time to watch Unbreakable because Unbreakable is on uh, Hulu. That's I really came home good, watching man. Fanny watching it. I, and I own both Shyamalan. these movies, and I'm happy to share them best with you guys. I will take. Are... I will borrow those movies. Unbreakable is 100 my favorite Shyamalan film, 100%. and Split is my second. Yeah. No, even when we were driving back home from Halloween, we were talking about the trailers. I looked at Fanny. I'm like, Shyamalan's kind of got a bit of a better resurgence now. After He's... the visit, after the visit, like people were like, "Oh, you're back. Just yeah. make horror movies, and you're fine." What yeah. about us? After Split and... Well, the visit he did first. before Split. He, he did that before Split? Yeah, yeah, so after Last Airbender, you know, that was... Tanked his, his career. He, he tanked his career. He did The Visit many, many, many years later. Yeah. And it well, was after, like... After he, also had, he also had Devil, which he didn't direct. He produced right. it. But he, he did do After Earth. He was Earth. heavily handed mm-hmm. in it. I deliberately didn't say... The whole world say, forgets about After I, Earth. I deliberately didn't say After Earth. But yeah, he... Um, you know, he, 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 many years later, he did The Visit. And The mm-hmm. Visit was like, oh, you're back. See, this is like the anti-JK Rowling thing. Like, oh, I had all this plan for 20 years. I actually feel like he this was his plan, but Unbreakable didn't do well enough to get a sequel. 
So like, yeah, I don't know if this was exactly the plan, but I do think I'm that sure there was, was an altered. idea for yeah. for like some an like expansion. the character of Glass of Elijah. Like his name is now Mastermind, which is a great name. Because we him. know we know that we know that from like interviews, Split wasn't supposed to be a sequel to Unbreakable yeah. when it was first conceived. It was not, and but it then, fits right in there. And then it, it became during production, and so that I think that's why it's almost like a, its own Cloverfield universe. Yeah, I feel oh. like, but I but, but I feel it like works. handled better, and and Glass is is. Is the sequel he wanted to make, but altered to, yeah. to mm-hmm. update for it's so it's day. it's such an interesting thing because like even people who saw Unbreakable, a lot of them forget, and so like I loved sitting with people both in theater and out and watching Split, and then that ending comes and and you see that Bruce Willis and he mentions Mr. Glass, and you're like, oh my god, this is a sequel to Unbreakable? Yeah, that's incredible, and I kind of love that it was such a such a little smaller known thing coming from Shyamalan because like. Nobody ruined it yeah. going into that movie. No. Like, you know, I, I had no clue going to the theater was that surprise, was going to yeah. happen. And I was like, that's incredible. Right. So every M. Night movie has a twist in some way. Uh, so for the two people who have seen it, there's a character from the last movie that is in this movie. There's no reason for her to be in this movie unless there's something involved. And I have a cool theory that I think you'll agree with. And I don't want to talk about it because I'll spoil Okay. It. Yeah. Spoil no, I love okay. I, I'm really glad she's coming back, too. Yeah. She's great. Me too. I know exactly who you're talking Anna about. Anna Taylor Joy. Back. Yeah. I don't. I'm completely in the dark. I can't wait to see these the, movies. The teenage girl. All right. Well, let's move on then. Well, there's not that much more news. I mean, how much more news could happen in the second week? <sighs> well, you guys know Iron <laughs> Fist and Luke Cage? Yeah, oh. I watched Yeah, I, I, those are cool shows. Yeah, yeah they're canceled. Shit. So, wow. Here's the thing, you guys. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I was waiting for something more. No, um... It doesn't really matter that I'm the only person who's seen it because, like, it just. It, what matters to me, if it only was, if Iron Fist was only canceled and that was it, I would be a little more worried. But both Heroes for Hire shows have been canceled. That does not strike me as as a coincidence or anything. Those those shows didn't do that well this season. Uh, just combine the shows. What I think. Just combine them. Well, okay, so. You're wrong about one thing. Luke okay. Cage did do well this season. Did it? Why, uh, why it was canceled was because there was a creative problem. Oh, the new showrunner okay. didn't get along with with Netflix. Disney, Marvel, and Netflix were not couldn't get on the same page. Mm, okay. And everything the way I read it, everything de-escalated hard. In the so last instead 40 of trying hours. to find a new showrunner, just cancel it. They it was net, Netflix just said, "Okay, screw it. You're not playing ball. We're canceling the show." Uh, Disney does have a streaming service coming out soon as well. They can't use the. They can't put Luke Cage on the streaming service though. Remember, these shows are Netflixes. These are not Disney's. These are not ABC's. These are not Marvels. These are Netflixes. They need. You guys should watch Iron Fist season two because they do a really great thing. And if they don't continue that story thread, it can be in any sh- of these other people's shows. It's a that's a crime because it was great. Iron Fist is the only one where they said, "Yeah, this is." He will show up again. Yeah. Like, this is not the last time we're going to see Iron Fist. I'm sure Luke Cage will show up again. I'm just... sure as well. And he was just like, like, like before this was canceled, he was talking about like what's going to happen in season three too. Yes. Like that sucks. Yeah. So, so with with Luke Cage, it was creative problems. Uh, for Iron Fist, it was low viewership. Yeah. Low, nobody watched Iron Fist seasons two because nobody liked season one. Yeah. Um, no, there were some statements released. I want to read those real quick. Um, Netflix, Marvel and Netflix released a joint statement with Iron, with Iron Fist. says, Marvel's Iron Fist will not return for a third season on Netflix. Everyone at Marvel Television and Netflix is proud of the series and grateful for all of the hard work from our incredible cast, crew, and showrunners. We're thankful to the fans who have watched these two seasons and for the partnership we've shared on the series. While the series on Netflix has ended, the immortal Iron Fist will live on. Uh, that was the joint statement. Now, 
you're right in that you know everyone's saying that these that Disney's going to have a streaming service, but remember Iger has said that it's going to be a PG streaming, PG PG thirteen streaming service. Oh, so it only. has to be PG thirteen because Mandalorian's not going to be a PG show. Right, the PG thirteen is going to push it for them though. And remember, Star Wars is primarily a PG franchise. Revenge of the Sith has children being murdered. Revenge of the Sith is the PG-13. only film that's PG thirteen. I'm saying that's PG thirteen. Well, the new film, the new films are PG thirteen. New films are PG thirteen. Yeah. Um, but up until up until Revenge of the Sith, the franchise is only. No, been I agree, PG. but there's no way um, that's ever shows PG. No, I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, the so yeah, they so Disney wouldn't put these on a streaming service, and even if they could, ne- Netflix even said there was a lot of like talk that Joe Casada runs these runs these shows. No, Netflix has been was very clear. It's like no, we run these shows. We have the final say. Um, Luke Cage Luke Cage had a different statement uh, kind of similar but I think the wording here is, is telling uh, unfortunately Marvel's Luke Cage will not return for a, for a third season everyone at Marvel Television and Netflix is grateful for the de- for the dedicated showrunner writers and cast, cast and crew who brought Harlem's Hero to life for the past two seasons and to all the fans who have supported the series and that's it so the way both of the season two season two's end puts both of these characters in very 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 interesting places it would only make sense, of course. Like not like Luke Cage, like getting cancer for show and stuff that sucks. But that just leaves them open to do something better that would get people to watch the show more. I yeah, think. and I do think there is some merit that they could do a Heroes for Hire show. Yeah, I think um, we even talked about that before they before they announced not just Luke Cage not just two. Danny and Luke because in Iron Fist season two, there's a lot of Colleen and Misty, almost more than Danny. Uh, so just make a show about them. Have the other characters. You can have a mini Defenders, and it'd be. They could do a Heroes for a Hire show with all four of them. Yeah. Like, they yeah. really could. I was about to say, what, after I heard the news that Luke Cage also was canceled, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, my first thought was, like, is this their way of saying, okay, maybe let's just combine these two guys and just do Heroes for a Hire. That'll be our Luke Cage and Iron Fist show. I think that, I, what I that, think is... Is that I, wishful thinking or no? I don't think it's wishful thinking, but I don't think it's on their minds right now. Okay. I don't think they canceled them to do it. No, but no, I no. think it is. I think it is definitely something that... Uh, because I don't think Netflix actually wants to get rid of Mike Coulter or or Danny Rand. Yeah. Even though they probably should get rid of one of them. Um, I, well, I you think guys watch Iron Fist season two. <laughs> I think that they... We even said that Danny Rand's not the best part of the show. No, I know. But I'm saying, like, where Danny is now, you don't necessarily need Danny. Uh, well, that's what he's saying. Get no, rid of yeah. Danny Rand. You can get rid like, of Danny I, Rand. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I was oh, watching Iron... Oh, not Iron Fist. Oh, Luke Cage's one, I kept saying... I kept, like, they were having lines of... I kept just nudging fans like, Heroes for Hire. Hey, watch season Heroes. two. He's in it. No, but I just kept <laughs> talking about Heroes no, for ben, Hire. Ben, let's, oh, yeah. not, let's not dwell too much on that. On that, what, 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 It's not wishful thinking is what, I'm, is what I'm saying. But I don't think it's on their minds with the cancellation. I All do right. think it could be on their minds right now yeah. uh, as they look to go forward with these characters because clearly, if, especially in Iron Fist state, statement... Uh, they said that he will live on. He will, mm-hmm. They even said, clarified, he will show up in other people's shows. So, you know, it's entirely likely that we could see a Heroes Fire show. Well, yeah, it's kind of hard to kill someone who's immortal. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then after Daredevil Season 3, uh, it kind of looks like he's they're just doing their own thing still, and he's not going to be, he's just, I don't need a, any other Defender in my life. So, like. Yeah, they, they even said the Defender Season 2 is probably not happening. Yeah. Just, yeah, just did make it Heroes Fire. It's yeah. cool, it's cool, Doug. I think I think they could absolutely do Heroes for Hire, and yeah. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Heroes for Hire announcement in the coming months. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add, Sparks? Not really, not yeah. at this moment. No. Um, all right, well, Pennyworth. Remember, that's the show that's coming out. Is that the young Aunt May show that we're gonna get? No, that's the young Alfred Pennyworth show oh. that's coming out. It's basically the same cares? thing where she's a spy in the fifties or. What 60s, network so. is this coming out on? Epics. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no well, one does. They cast the whole show. <laughs> the whole show. It's the Great, same guy who made Gotham. Care. Just so everyone yeah. knows. 
Jack Bannon has been cast as the title character of Alfred Pennyworth, uh, will supposedly struggle to reconcile with the, quote, cold, calculated killer uh, he had to become as part of the SAS. Guys, I'm going to do my best Michael Caine impression. Remember Burma? Nope, that's it. That's horrible. That's my di- my diamonds. <laughs> Remember my diamonds? I mean, it's it long as, like, there's... Uh, okay, this is not me defending the show, but there is precedence that, that Alfred was in the military. 100%. Uh, he, mm-hmm. you know, he was in the British military. Doesn't mean we need the um, show. He was a Royal Air Force, I believe. But yeah. I don't give a shit about a Batman show without Batman. But everything you knew about Alfred is... This was I wrong. don't care! Well, see, that's not true because we've seen badass Alfred in like the other... In like Earth uh, Earth 1, Earth 2 comics, whatever Yeah, it is. Earth 1. Um, yeah. Even Alfred is pretty... Me giving Gotham a compliment here. There are some really great scenes with Alfred and Bruce. Yeah. Uh, ben, great scenes. Ben Aldridge uh, has been cast as Thomas Wayne, who is a young billionaire who meets his unlikely business partner Alfred in the series. That's all we know about him. Business partner Alfred. Doesn't yeah. this take place in the sixties, fifties? Oh no, you're at sixties. Business partner, but he's just a butler. Oh no, we have five seasons to figure out what happened to them. Remember Earth Earth One. Earth no. Earth One. He's not. He's not initially a butler. He's just granted Bruce oh. Wayne to take care of. Okay. I don't want it. Yeah, Earth One, Earth. This guy seems to have only read Earth One, and keeps taking things from that. Who's the bad guy? Uh, Paul, Palo. That's not a real name. Paloma. Yes, it's a real name. I know. <laughs> uh, Paloma Faith has been cast as a character named Bet Scott, Bet Sykes, uh, Bet B E T Sykes, uh, a sadistic and sharp tongued villain for the former SAS soldier. Okay. I don't care. That's enough. We, that's enough so of that. Is this going to be like a, like a James Bond type show? It's Gotham before Gotham. Pre Gotham? Yeah. It's it's bat. It's Gotham. Shut up. I don't care. It's worse than Gotham. I don't care. Not even no. Okay. At least Gotham had Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing a big time jump. At least though. Gotham had Gordon. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what. Now that the show's like ending, this final season they're doing like a big old time jump, and apparently like he's going to be bad. Let me guess. I think I do year oh, no. one. I, I I wouldn't hate it if it, I would. No, I'm just After like... After five seasons, that mediocre crap? Well, no, I mean, like, I want a Batman People like show. it, I'm sorry. No, it's it's loud. They like it so much, he's getting a Pennyworth How show. How much did you watch? The first season. Okay. I got, like, halfway through season mediocre I'm just saying, crap. I don't feel like we can weigh on the whole show when we haven't been caught up on it. That's fair. The first season was mediocre crap. I'll say this. I, uh, I don't know if the show's great. I just don't care about it. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Okay, that's enough of that. Bye, Pennyworth. Um, uh, some trailers. That's... This week was a little lighter, what? thank God. I feel like there's way more than that. I, f- I feel like that, too. They're Rain. making a Tom and Jerry live-action movie? They We're are? talking about that. But yeah, they are. What? They are doing that, yes. You're welcome. Oh, no, no. no I'm we're scared. Not, we're not dwelling on this. We're not. No, no. Get no, off of the topic. Screw you. Get, we're dwelling M- on this because I have things Mouses to say. It's already 1 a.m. dwelling. Let go of my finger. It's already they knew 1 a.m. what we signed up for. Um, Bitch, it's 1219. It's not 1 a.m. Whatever. La Llorona. Had a, has a trailer. The Curse of La Llorona. Not The Conjuring. Wait. Wait. We're not going to talk about the stuff about the crossover? What crossover? On the CW. Elseworlds? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a trailer. Uh, I feel like we have to talk about that right, poster. Wait, remind me. My name is Barry it. Allen, and I'm actually Oliver Queen yeah, on The Flash. Uh, Oliver, oh, that, oh those Stephen Amell and Grant Gustin are switching. I thought and there's also like, like Black Suited I, Superman. Like, yeah, Black Suited Superman. Oh, yeah, Superman. I saw Black Suited yeah, Superman. Yeah. That looked really cool. Yeah, I thought there's, those... Uh, there's a world where... Apparently, they go to a world where they're in a biker gang called the uh, the Twinkle Twos or something. Twinkle I forgot Pose? what it's called. 
I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. <laughs> they were in like Bullshit. a biker attire or something. It's, and it's, oh. a, it's a real DC team that they're that okay. they're like a gang of. Biker boys. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm super curious. To I'm very see them excited. Swap these roles. The destinies will be rewritten. Gambit is. I'm. I'm super into that. No, yeah. boss. I, uh, I follow. I follow a boss logic. He's great. Who does a lot oh, of uh, dude, fan like, art posters. And so his... once this happened, he started making all kinds of fan arts of like the different CW characters like, uh, swapping. Green uh, Arrow swapping with Supergirl roles. with blonde I hair. S- I saw that. Yeah, yeah it's I saw good. It. That no, was what? really good. And um, Killer Frost and Vibe switch places. That and, was cool. And the Adam was Superman in another Elseworld. It was real good. good. Which was real nice. Yeah. And Ty- Tyler Holchin was something else like the atom or something like since we're on it like there's like i heard a rumor like maybe maybe we might get a superman that was debunked was it debunked the cw came out as like we're not somebody safe we're not however lex luther is coming to supergirl hell yeah that was big news that's gonna make me start watching a show that i didn't put on because i wanted to wait for casting like i understand i understand um that's a big deal lots of cw things happening that make me interested in those shows fans fans want it to be michael rosenbaum probably won't yeah Yeah. tyler hoshan is really short he is yeah, hey man, Grant Gustin's taller than him. Wow, hey, man, they're like, also both really tall. I know. I was just, saying, <laughs> I was just thinking. I was like, Tyler Hoechlin, you're Superman. Yeah. You should be taller. He's at least he's handsome. Wow, he is wow. handsome. He's good. Hey, you're he's, also, you're also a Brandon, tall man. Brandon though. has yeah. his height restrictions on him. Superman. Superman should be six four. Wow, wow. He's six four in the comics. That's aggressive. He's six four in the comics. I understand. He. That's we don't have to only cast six four white I'm, men. I'm just as saying, Superman. I'm just saying. I'm tired of other heroes being taller than Superman. Zack Snyder did it to Batman, and now we got the Flash is taller than Superman. Excuse me. The only one who's allowed to be taller than Superman is Wonder Woman. Thank you, Darwin Cook. You're being too heightest about this. Shut right, up. You're being Wait, Brandon. I didn't know that was a thing. How tall now. are you? Six four. That's oh. why <laughs> you want to be the Superman. The only reason he cares. <laughs> I'm six five. Actually, that's funny. Oh. So I'm too tall. Somebody save me. Uh, how tall is Wonder Woman? Conversation? I don't know. It depends on the continuity. I, I thought for sure that we'd want to talk about where the Kent farm is. Oh, did you not see this boy? No. Oh. They're it, going to the Smallville it's Kent a Smallville, farm. It's the Smallville. That's the Kent farm. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. In Supergirl's world, the Kent farm is the Smallville Kent farm. Oh. We're that's seeing cool. the exact same set again. Oh, oh that's, that's so cool. We're going home. Hey, oh. do you remember, remember when they did Superman Batman Apocalypse and it was just that set, but, but animated? Yes, that was funny. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. that's rad. That's Dark cool. But yeah, we're going. We're going back. That's cool. See, there was lots of great CW crossover news that I was happening. It's all right, it's so great. I would figure we're already going to doing a three hour podcast. Yeah, I know. I we, just this uh, is what happens. These are things I care about. I La Yorona has a trailer, guys. And uh, I've seen be warned, it is scary as shit. There's a, there's a, there's it's a good like, trailer. It scene is. with roll down windows. I'm like, oh no. It might or might. I'm not glad be that most of the trailer takes place in a car. Yeah. Yeah. It might, may or may not be part of the Conjuring universe. I looked it up, and they're saying it's not. So I don't. So, so but the, it's got the same person. You said, yeah, yeah. So in Annabelle, the Padre is the same guy in this one, Priest Man. But yeah. this film w- would be set after Annabelle, so it, you know it could be. But the Conjuring films have never been about ancient folklore. They've always kind of been about the yeah. own thing that the Warrens. Saying, it would make with. so much more money if you just put it from the from the Conjuring, Conjuring universe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, so that's cool. It looks spooky. I like it. I uh, hope it's. Oh, I heard didn't hear good things about the nun. I thought it was fine. Fine. I saw it. Okay. It's about as good as the first Annabelle. I, that's not a good movie. I think it's a fine movie. Okay. It's, fu- it's perfectly. Look, 
You know what? I will say this about the nun. I wonder if it's not bad. It's just not conjuring good. That's like it. Like people go thinking it'll be as good as the two conjuring films. I will, dope as I will say it's yeah. got it's got better characters than Annabelle. I say it's about as good as Annabelle, but it's got better characters than Annabelle. I think those characters are really good, really well, really well fleshed out, and it's got the best joke in the entire franchise. Don't tell me. Anna. But I do have a feeling that it's not better than Annabelle creation. I don't. I haven't seen Annabelle creation. Hey, speaking I, of uh, the third Annabelle, they just confirmed that um, both the yeah, Warrens are returning. Something I thought was already confirmed. It apparently was not. Yeah, but yeah. That's I cool. assumed because they said it was involving their daughter, but they never actually said they were returning in cast or yeah. anything. Like they were just going to conveniently be on vacation <laughs> the whole movie, conjuring they, the Annabelle. Uh, they recast the daughter. Yes, they well, had yeah, to, they, they had to do that. that. We did talk about that, but but the Warrens were cast. So yeah, that's that's cool. I'm looking forward to so that. So they're returning. Uh, yeah, I like the La, La Llorona. Um, there you go. Roll I that don't. Bell. I didn't like one of the shots. I was like, I feel like this is something we see a lot in the Conjuring movies at this point, which was the one where she's like on the other side of the gate and then disappears in the shadow and then comes out of a different shadow. And I'm like, I, I'm with you, but like, whew, we do that a lot. Yeah. In this uh, franchise, and then and the then it shadows. was all the stuff in the car, and I'm like, okay, no, okay, I'm 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 here. I'm okay, here. I'm here. I you like got it. me. You yeah. got me. No, one the shot that got me was also the shot that got Brandon was uh, when the kid was trying to close the car door, and then you see La Yolanda's face just like pop out, going, <sighs> yeah. She's like, remember me. <laughs> <laughs> Coco reference. Thanks. Speaking um, of Coco, they were singing the same song at the end. They of the were trailer. at the end of the trailer. The, uh, the that's a. Song. I I do want to clarify that is a song that already exists. Yes. That song yes. is not yeah. made for no, Coco. No, no, it wasn't made for Coco. It's a song that's still there. Which yeah. just like just like Spark said. Yeah. yeah. Day of the Dead was made for Coco. Because <laughs> the then everybody's there. like, "Wow, wow, they get that Disney money <laughs> to get that song in here." They didn't. <laughs> no. It already existed. Um, and then the kid who would be king. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. yeah. This this, mo- this, this looks fun, pretty good. Family friendly uh, King Arthur story. This is from the same guy who did Attack the Block. Great. Mm-hmm. This looks like one of those movies where like you had the idea for like shits and giggles as a story mm-hmm. and you were just sitting there and you're like, Yeah, that'd be funny. But you never actually see it through into a full production. Like it's it's I And then it, it is and you're like, Wow, I can't believe something like this hasn't been made and yeah. now is being well, made. Well, because a kid in it King looks Arthur's the right court. amount of it looks the right amount of silly fun. Yeah. Well the thing is that kid's in King Arthur's Court. Now King Arthur's Court is coming to Exactly. So, and it's like Army of Darkness. So yeah. there is a the, a couple I think this is about a year ago, well into this film's production, I think. Uh there was a there was a headline that a girl had found a sword in a lake. Yeah. Oh, that's what that's, it's from. No, that's and everyone's just kind of like, could it be? Who, prop master, did you leave a sword in that lake? Um, Because the movie was already in production, I don't think it was inspired by this, but I do think it's kind of funny that someone might have actually found Excalibur yeah. and well, then this movie is it turns about out, a kid finding Excalibur. I actually read up on that. It turns out it was just a... Don't, don't break my heart. Fine. I won't. I don't care. It's real. It's Excalibur's real. Excalibur is turns real Turns out it was head. Mjolnir. Whoa, it's that's a sword. so much cooler. <laughs> Sword no, but what I actually really liked about this trailer was um, uh, Merlin, a teenager, shows up, and then he's like telling this kid, um, I, his name is Alexander, right? Yes. Yeah, he's telling Alexander, he's like, you have to save in four days the um, eclipse will eclipse. happen, Morgana's got to come, you have to save the world. He's like, I can't do that. I'm 12. Yeah. Yeah. And Merlin has to be a teenager to fit and in. And the whole yeah. school's doing night training. It looks great. That looks super it looks fun. fun. Oh, it fun. looks like a good time. Yeah. yeah, and I love to attack the fun. block, so I'm sure. Yeah. and this is definitely this be just as fun. Looks like like a PG movie, right? Or like, a kids movie at least. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like looks like they might tackle Arthurian lore a little bit better than another movie that had Arthurian lore Are we gonna in it. Bag on Guy Ritchie again. I did not. Listen, I was hoping I, for that movie to be so much better than it was. It and doesn't it wasn't, take a lot. It hurt my soul. I know it hurt you too, Brandon. I never saw. You it. love King Arthur. I know. I never saw it. That's I know you didn't because I you don't didn't want your heart turn to be Brandon. Guess what? 
You did not waste your time. Ryan, you wasted some of your time. I wasted half my time in that. You wasted John half Wick of your time. Instead. I wasted my time. Thank you, John Wick, my savior. It's okay, Brandon. <laughs> my fandom. Cult of Kates. Cult, yeah. Cult of Kates. Okay. Cult of Guy Ritchie. Let's get into our review. We real, joke, but that's going to be a show. Real quick, real quick. Oh, no, I'm dead serious. We're real, doing this. Real quick. They, they casted the two lead ladies in The Witcher, and I'm excited about it. Hey. Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, nice. um, Siri, right? Uh, Siri and Yennefer. Yep. Yennefer is a super sassy witch. I'm excited. Uh, it's Jennifer. No, Yennefer. <laughs> <laughs> did, it, did, did anything else news-wise happen? I'm sure, I but feel it's like more. I don't know. I'm, it's one o'clock. It's not one o'clock. I don't care. Stop saying it's one o'clock. It's going to be one o'clock soon. Right then, time now for our review of the night, uh, Halloween. And remember, guys, this is full spoiler, so if you have not seen the movie yet, uh, pause it here, you skip whatever, but go see the movie. We're not and talking then come about back. Halloween 1978 or the sequel Halloween 2 or, th- or the remake or Halloween the remake from 2007, but we're talking about the 2018 Halloween. Look here, honestly, if you give a shit, we'll probably be spoiling all the Halloween movies. No, so, we won't. Not that they matter, really. I-, I might say something. We won't spoil all of Just them. Just in case. But don't worry about it. This is spoilers for the new Halloween movie, 2018 Halloween, directed by David Gordon Green. Uh, Pineapple Express. Seth Gordon Green? David, David Gordon, Gordon Green. Green. Yeah. Seth, um, Seth Rogen is the guy who was in Pineapple Express. There we go. Uh, so remember, if you've not seen it, uh, pause it, do whatever you want, come, but come back after you've seen it, or unless you don't care. Uh, let's get into it. Spo- full spoilers from now on. What do we think about this film? I really liked it. I thought you were going to say uh, time for our review of the night he came home again, but you said our review of the night, and that was the end of the sentence. I was sad. Oh, oh. sorry. Sorry. I thought you were being witty. Oh, I was not. No, you're- I guess you're, that's my you're, job. You're, you're wicked witty. Oh. It's just Sparks, net, man. Uh, it's just, it's, it's S-Dog. It's all right. It's still there. It's still there. S-Dog. Ben, what'd you think of this movie? Crazy this might witty. be one of my favorite movies of the year. And it's a spooky one. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah. Spooky. Um, I got to, luckily, thanks to Sparks, he loaned me how the first Halloween because i never seen it. And he also gave me Halloween 2 just for shits and giggles. Hey, I, guys. Showtime has, the Showtime app has all the Halloween movies. And that's kind of rad. Nice. I have a Showtime. His name is Sparks. Hi. I own them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I watched I watched the first one. I actually really, really enjoyed it. And then I was watching the second one and I was... I enjoyed both of those movies. They were, I thought they were very high-quality slasher, thriller, horror films. I go into Halloween, the 2018, and oh, man, this this movie just got a... It just ticked off a lot of boxes for me that made me happy. Ryan? Yeah, this movie ticked me off because of how good it was. <laughs> I like this movie quite a lot. Uh, and we, like, we just watched Halloween, and then we watched the new one a couple days later, and I'm like, man, that feels like a real solid sequel, like yeah. an actual sequel that's just 40 years later. How crazy right. is that? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's made like the original movie with, like, comedy added because there's comedy directors and writers. But, like, it, much like Get Out or A Quiet Place, like, these comedy people, because comedy and horror it require great timing, uh, and it really shows in this movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, I had, a, I had a blast with this one. I actually like it more than the original. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the I think only because the Ooh. original has uh, has I don't feel as dated well. Has oh, a, has I disagree well. a billion. Percent. I okay. and let me, let me let me let me just bring up something that I that I think is really funny in the original uh, that had had me in stitches. Uh, whenever Michael is on screen, his music plays every single time, mm-hmm. and it's meant to build suspense. And I'm sure at the time it did, but in but in 2018, it's pretty hilarious because there's a bit especially when he's driving and he, he's not in the scene he's not in the frame he's not in the frame and you see the car and I can do the music really well he's just driving driving music's playing music's playing turns the corner music's gone and 
that's it. And it feels like he had a boombox in his car, being like playing that song as he's driving around. It thought it was it was so funny to me. I wouldn't say I would put the 2018 as on par on on the same level as the original one. But of I don't know because the original one I mean yeah it was made in 1978 and some of the death scenes in it were pretty funny like when that girl was getting strangled by the the uh, phone cord mm-hmm. and remember of course, phone cords yeah remember those things and Lori's on the phone with her best with her friend and it sounds like she's having sex. Michael's kind of funny in that first one too where he's wearing the he's put the glasses on and wearing the yeah. sheet and it's like really buddy what are you doing <laughs> a killer with with a personality um, right yeah, yeah I, but, do, I do like the I do like the original um I, I saw it for the first time uh, this week uh, it is really good um well one of the things that I was just getting into the new one now one of the things I was I was wondering if they were going to ever address is by erasing all of its all of the sequels like h2o did but even but you know this one erased it's uh, h2o two o h4o h4o oh no um it, by doing that you lower michael's kill count to only five yeah because in halloween because i thought this was gonna put halloween one and two into effect because when laura said they killed five people I'm thinking hold up he killed an entire hospital no Full- th- that was that's timeline b that's that is that's timeline b that okay. is timeline, well if we're going if we're going chronologically it's timeline that i'm just saying it's b. a different timeline no I'm, you're right it is timeline b because yeah. timeline a is it's up to six. Timeline B is H two O. This is timeline C. Yep. Or is that Rob Zombies? That's th- so. This is four. This is D. <laughs> timeline D. This is timeline, timeline D. D. Oh my god, I'm Halloween. So Halloween pulled the Godzilla on us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I apparently am. so. But I oh yeah, so choose your own adventure franchise. <laughs> choose your own adventure franchise. Yeah. Uh, what you were saying, Ben? No. Um. What I was saying was because at first when she, when Laurie was saying was like, yeah, he killed five people on Halloween night. I'm sitting there going. Are they counting all the times he killed? Like he, when he killed his sister, because he only killed three teenagers. But at, as right when that scene was over, I completely forgot about it. I didn't care because the rest of the movie just got took to me and wouldn't let go. Yeah, no, my, Michael. Uh, Michael is is not really a serial killer. He's a spree killer. Um, by erasing that, but there's a moment where I realized I was like, so he has now killed twice as many people as he did last time. People should be taking him a little bit more seriously. Much faster, too, yeah. Much but faster. The reason I like that and people aren't taking it seriously because by erasing all those movies, like you said, like it, it makes that thing something that happened 40 years ago. That's two generations. So people, those people now have granddaughters. So that's just nothing to them anymore. They're not going to, like, they're, they're not going to cancel Halloween, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, the murders are happening, but it's very slowly spreading. Like this is happening until like the whole town knows about it. But by the end, it's chaos. Yeah, right, which is which is weird because you have all these sequels, so all the fans of Michael Myers like know what Michael Myers is and what yeah. he's capable of. And but what the but these poor people don't. But but like you know, in this version, it's like oh nah, he just killed like five people. Yeah, yeah like twenty eighteen. That, that's nothing. Yeah, like that Dave guy in poor the beginning of the movie where, with Dave, Allison, and what's her name. They're walking to school, <clears throat> and he's like, he killed, like, what, five people? By today's standards, that's nothing. Right, and I think that's part of the genius of the film and why it works is that, um, and and it's a bummer because I do think that they probably would have kept Halloween 2 in continuity if they didn't want to get rid of the Laurie and Michael relationship. Or um, if H2O hadn't happened. What? Well, because H2O keeps 2 in continuity. Right, but I think they did just want to get away from the brother-sister thing and make it... um, Because they talked about, like, one of the reasons they wanted to get rid of that decision was they wanted to go back to the idea that that Michael could do this to anybody. Mm -hmm. He could do it to you. Yeah. Like, that Lori wasn't special. She was just the the target that survived. Mm -hmm. You know? um, Yeah, the more that those movies went on, the more it became about, like, 
cults and like weird like destinies and like stuff right yeah it was about it was about a family connection and all that uh and this really stepped all the way away from that and that's what they wanted to do they wanted to get back to the core idea of the original which was he was just he was just an embodiment of evil that decided to murder yep you know and and, um and i think they did a good job of being self-aware of that and saying like oh yeah he killed only five people what's the big deal and having that but then also driving this idea of an obsession that the podcaster and the doctor had with him because what does make michael special it's the fact that he hasn't spoken for 40 years or acknowledged anything he's been completely unresponsive to people and his doctor and they're like like, obsessed they're they're like dude just say something like you're the only person who kills this many people and, and just is like this like and that's what makes him frightening and it bothers them that he won't say anything so that becomes an obsession that they they're trying to get him to talk in this movie they're trying to get a response out of him they're like well maybe if Lori's around him then he'll respond and it's like guys like just don't just stop just <laughs> one, stop so before one of the things that i'm sorry brandon but it, uh, one of the things i actually liked about in the beginning of the movie was that it had like a little tiny little twinge of supernatural-esque like when the podcaster brings out the mask and all, oh yeah and all and the patients ev- everyone el- all the patients and even the the guard dogs start like uh, get all howling. fidgety and howling and barking and then and michael is just standing there completely still and then it goes to the cr- and it goes to the opening credits which one of the best opening credit scenes i've seen in yeah, my it's life just the, the podcaster is like say something michael like as he's getting infuriated because like he's not getting the response he thought he would get right because mask looks real good yeah and michael is just that he's a force of nature and like he and like uh, the doctor who's taking care of, like he he's cognizant of everything he's doing. He's chosen not to speak for forty years. Yeah. See, that's the see, that's the thing that that's I, spooky as hell. That's the thing that I you know again, you're erasing all these movies where us we as fans, or I mean, not, admittedly not me, but enough of what I uh, I know. Um, Michael uh, is a very different character in that first film, and I think what's interesting is getting rid of all of those sequels. You bring him back to that character, which is just a guy. He's just a guy, an evil guy, but he's just a, a guy. He's a force. Yeah. the The intention is that he's a, he's that he's not just a normal man. He is someone consumed with a will to. He's to, he's the worst Green murder. Lantern alive. He has so much yeah. will. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's just the the embodiment of it, which he is why get, why he's always credited in the movies as the shape, yeah. and he not get, as he Michael gets Shot Myers. in the face, stabbed in the eye. He can get his hand blown off, yeah. and he will keep coming. And I love He'll, I love so much that she called him the shape in this movie. Yeah. Is this the first time they've yes. done it on screen? Yes. Yeah. That's Wait, interesting. when did she call him the shape again? She called him the shape when she came into the restaurant with the family after she was drinking in the car and watched him in the prison transport. Mm-hmm. She came in, she said she was doing that incredible scene which she was acting the hell out of and I loved it, where she's sitting there and she's crying and she's saying, I'm sorry, I saw him, I saw the shape. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, so right. I want to so I, I talk about Lori. Like this, to me, the, 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 reason why this movie is as good as it is is because Jamie Lee Curtis um, the way she plays Laurie very different than she has bef- in the last couple of times she's reprised the role it's not the same character that's why no but so yeah. specifically it's because she's playing someone who has been deeply affected by trauma mm-hmm. and what I like about it is that it not only showcases a really good uh, representation of someone how, how that trauma can affect you can affect your family can affect everything around you but also makes it empowering like she because she's like yeah he ruined my life i'm gonna kill him for it yeah and i feel like that was really well executed in this film and masterfully executed by jamie lee curtis oh yeah, yeah. i loved jamie lee curtis in this movie I, I think it's some of the best acting she's ever done yeah. yes in this movie um the 
one of my favorite moments was right out of the gate with her and the podcasters and they, and he says uh, you know he's not he's I saw Michael Myers I didn't see the boogeyman and she's like you don't believe in the boogeyman and she's like he's not she doesn't see him as Michael not really she's like he is that monster she's got the same feel about him that the the patients do mm-hmm. when they freak out it's like no he's something else you know it's it's they they put it as they they you know kind of frame it like me too you know, like the Me Too movement, almost. Or uh, no, not almost. This is kind of a Me Too movie. Like I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Um, she, she sees him as the boogeyman, where no one else really does. They see him as a man who killed five people, but she sees him as the boogeyman because he attacked her. Very similar, and then I don't want to like. Very similar to if 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 you're a, if you're attacked by someone. Your friend won't see that person as a monster, but you do. The like the podcasters were uh, like like yeah, Michael killed five people. But can you tell me about how you lost your child? Yeah. After all this, and like painting her in like a bad light, and she's like, "Oh, get the hell out of here! Yeah, give me my right. three thousand dollars and get out because that's yeah. not what I want here." Because no, I mean, like nobody understands trauma unless yeah. you go through it. Yeah. And she's the only living, she's the only survivor from that night. So she's the only one who can ex- who can express how that trauma affected yeah, her. That's a good point. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I really appreciated that that aspect of the movie more than anything else. I thought that I thought they beautifully handled uh, a, a a trauma survivor and their their aggressor. Yeah. Putting you know putting those two putting Michael and 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 Laurie in those two roles I thought was really well handled. What was um Doctor Mario's name? Big mustache. Doctor Mario. Yeah, the guy with the big mustache. Doctor oh, Mario. Um. Doctor uh, St- Stalin. Stain. Oh, uh, Stain. St- st- it's like Satan. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the doctor who's came for Michael, he's like, yeah, I've been his doctor ever since Loomis died. And there was like a cool like audio re like, yeah, like reimagining that. of Loomis' yeah, voice. That was like, cool. just kill the bastard. <laughs> you know what's interesting? So let's talk about his twist real quick. Because um, again, we are in full spoilers. Yep. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis says, so you're the new Loomis. So we, we as the audience are instantly cued to, oh yeah, he's just the new doctor. He's yeah. playing that role. We assume he's going to be a sweet, yeah. sweet boy. Yeah. But he's... Not, dude, no. and it's well, uh, and like I think the writing is pretty good for this movie. But the line where he's like, "Yeah, I just want to know what it's like to kill someone," I'm like, "Oh, you're obviously a bad guy." Yeah. This is so clear. Your or, mustache is so fake right or now. Or then when he co- when he does kill, and he's like, "So that's what that feels." Like. Yeah, and then he puts on the mask too. He puts that's on Michael's spooky. mask after he runs gets run over. So you know what I thought they were gonna do? That he was gonna become the new um, no, 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 no. Ranbir Sartain. 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 There you Sartain. Go. So what I what I thought what I honestly for like a half second thought they were going to do was that he was going he was going to be Michael Myers the entire time, and he had and he had like hypnotized some patient to pretend to be Michael Myers. That's some Metal Gear shit, dude. For for like forty years. Yeah. So I thought that was going to be the when he put on the mask. I was like, oh no, are they gonna? Would they? Yeah, yeah. I, I, can put, see, I see what you mean. Yeah. It goes back I, to, I thought it they were going to do something thing. like that too, but then when. You when you look down when the camera pans down you see the mask not there anymore and Michael just br- breaks through. That was such a good moment. It was, and then when he, you hear his breathing through the mask, you're like, "Oh yeah. shit!" Yeah, it's like, "Oh, he ain't dead." Was because that's one of the things. Like when I first saw the first Halloween and even the second one, where like when Loomis shoots Michael six times and he falls down and he gets back up and they're like, "How are you not dead?" Force a will. I mean, he yeah. went to prison after that. Is what this movie speculates. Yeah, he went, to, or you know, he was extrapolated. He was found and went to prison. Or then even this Halloween too, where he gets burned, complete. He gets literally burned alive and just falls flat in front of Jamie the Curtis. What right? I what I also really like about this is that they didn't go the route of what all the other sequels have done, which is he just finds a new mask and he put, keeps putting on new masks. This time, this is the original mask, and mm-hmm. I really like the the care that went into recreating it. Like you see all the scars from the first from that night. You see the hole in 
uh, where, she, where she gets stabbed. You get you see the scar on the eye. Yeah, and they never they never show his full face, which is really an awesome. I love that. It's awesome, and you always see it from the side. He's got like this like scraggly beard. Like you see part of his face where his eye is like was uh, shot or stabbed or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, man, he's really spooky, and they never. He's always the shape. You never see him as a person because he's 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 not. Really that's a person. one he's of the monster. reasons why I like this movie so much is because one of the things about monster movies, especially with supernatural monster movies, is n- you don't get a full view of them. Like one of the reasons why I like um, a quiet place a lot is that you never really got a full view of the monster until maybe the very very end. Yeah. Even the original Halloween, you see him without his mask. Yeah. At the end for a split yeah. second. Yeah. And then he still always has the mask on. Yeah. Like I liked about this one is like you don't see him. You see that he's aged. You see that he has like a he has male pattern baldness. He has a bit of a scraggly beard. This is the he's a he's like a sixty year old man. Yeah. yeah. This you is the original. This is the original guy who guy, played yeah. him in, in in the first film. Yeah. Um. At least at least for the old the the maskless parts, they had a different actor who played Michael. Like yeah, two people. Killer Michael. Yeah, two people were credited for the shape. Yeah. But what I liked about it is that you never got a full on shot of what Michael's face looked like, and that to me is my favorite part about it. You yeah. only see his eyes and the through the mask. You like when he was in the trap in the in the Jamie Lee Curtis's in a Laurie's house. Oh, the Home Alone house. Yeah, when he's finally in the trap and you like see his eye, just like that one singular eye, just staring at you while everything on him is being lit on fire. When he's in when he's in in Haddonfield and he's killing all these people, mm-hmm. I think there's some really great comedy in a lot of the sequences. It, yeah, it's this is really a pretty funny movie, yeah. which is weird to say. Uh, Send some, in Dave, not you. You're going to die. There's some... <laughs> that babysitter. There's yeah. some good-ass <laughs> kills scene. in this one. Uh-huh. Very good. There's also, like, all the characters feel like real characters, and I want like, I want to touch on, on the babysitter. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. But before that, I want to be... I want to say, when the babysitter is killed, uh, and, and Lori is outside of that house, and she sees Michael through the window. Yep. That's a great moment where they oh, first, yeah. that's the first yeah. time they've seen and each other in 40 years. And she immediately shoots him and it was in a mirror. Which, thank oh. God, because the doctor, the, 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 not the doctor, but the, the, the cop is going through and, she, and he sees, the, and he sees the, 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 the ghost sheet. And I'm just like, look, just shoot it. What's the worst that happens? It's either already dead or it's Michael Myers. Either way, you're yeah. lucky. Uh-huh. Just then, shoot then, it immediately. But then you look and it's, and it's the girl. It's the like, I wouldn't want him to shoot a dead girl. <laughs> Question, that cop, was that the sheriff from the first movie? No, no but he is. He's written in to be like one of the arresting officers of that night. Okay. He wasn't actually like in the he, movie. He, 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 he is a new character, but he's supposed to be from that night. Because yeah. I knew when I saw him, I was like, you were from that night. Because I know. Because no, if he was the cop from the first movie, then he would be talking about how he personally lost his daughter. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Because his yeah. daughter. He's like, oh, I was, I was there that night. I'm fairly certain that actor is dead. Maybe and yeah. or retired. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, we've talked about yeah, like Michael and and Laurie, but like, uh, Judy. The what's her name? The Judy Greer. Greer. Karen. Was name Karen? Karen? Yeah. Karen. Karen Stroh with a lightning bolt on her yeah. gun. Yep. Yeah. She's great. Uh. Uh. I forget the granddaughter's name. Allison. Allison. There you go. But yeah, you got. You got they're both. They're both great. You got Dave. Poor Dave. I didn't want him to die. He was. He was a nice guy. Poor Dave. Um, we got no, Dave Cam- Cameron, the the kind of turns out to be crappy boyfriend. Yeah, yep. who oh, yeah. he's the one who never shows died. up after that scene, and no. it's so odd. Saving ah, him yeah. for two. I, normally, I wanted him to die so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's unexpected in in Chief? these kind of movies to not see him kind of come back around, but he didn't. Os- the best friend died. Oscar. Yeah. yeah. All man. Yeah. All the after he was getting and real his weird death enough. is really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's one of those like with the with the motion with the motion sensor lights and he just sees Michael Myers and goes, oh excuse me man I'm yeah, sorry like, like I'm the here. neighbor like man I'm just really drunk and I like I like you know I had a bad night no I just no when Allison's walking away and the motion sensor turn on he's like oh who's there motion sensors dumbass yeah that bites him later yeah but man when he when he die when he oh, dies yeah. and and Allison sees Michael. I love the moment when the Strode family sees Michael. 
Like, especially when, when Karen realizes that Michael is back. Yeah. Uh, because the cops show up and everyone's just like, oh my God, my mom was right. Yeah. Right. And that's I, what's so, that's what's great about this movie. Cause like this lady, she was a basket case for like four, like she, she basically almost ruined her child's life. Like she put all this stress on her, but turned her into a killing machine. And it, unfortunately, it didn't pay off until much later in life, but it did pay off. Yeah. Because they both would not be alive without that training. And that's probably. a twist I like about Judy Greer, because normally, because I've seen Judy Greer. She's an Ant-Man, and she plays like, yeah. She's always the mom. Yeah. I always yeah. see her, she, Jurassic World, Ant-Man. Like, oh, always, Jurassic World too. Yeah. yeah. I always see her as the mom. And it's never anything more than that. She's, she's just great in Archer. She's great Yeah, she in is. Archer. You're damn right she is. And I know she can be great. And that's why I like about this one. She plays that role up until she doesn't. Yeah. And that is that is great. Uh, she's uh, because she's you know having an emotional reaction to her husband's dead, and she's like, "Mom, I can't do this. Please help us." And Michael shows up, psyching Michael gotcha. up. I was like, great. Yes, yeah. like when she finally grabbed her gun because when they're, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of had like horror movie syndrome when um, it's like grab the guns, grab the guns, just grab the effing guns, and she finally grabs her uh, rifle that has her initials on it, and then she's like having that fake panic attack to lead to. I was like. When she says "gotcha," I'm like, oh, it's a good moment. You oh man, and then bitch. The, but the best moment, yeah. the moment that actually made me like fist pump, is when Laurie is behind Michael. He goes, "Happy Halloween, Michael." I love I was that. Like, yes, I yeah. love that so much. Yeah, there's um, a lot of great. I don't actually think the movie's that scary. Like, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I the slasher films are not my cup of tea. I think it's very tense. It is yeah. very tense. Yes, tense. It is yeah. very tense. Like slasher films aren't necessarily my cup of tea. Um, I don't. I think. I I said this before. Like a lot of them just became parodies of, of themselves after a mm-hmm. while, and really tainted that Go see it all fast. that genre. Um, this one isn't trying to be terrifying, isn't trying to be scary, but it is trying to be tense and it's trying to be an older. That's a lot film. of what the original. Yeah, I was gonna say. Was. I yeah. think it. It's, yeah, it's, it's trying more to tense. emulate. It's more tense, and and in a sense, it's it's not. It's not. It is scary, but it's not scary in the like you feel fear in that moment, it's scary in the sense of dread. Yeah. Like every every character that died, I was like, I don't want them to die. And like that's when you know you have a good slasher movie because you know people have to die in these movies. And like all these teenagers Slasher films are littered with cannon fodder. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But like I, I thought all these kids were charming and like like the kid who was like drunk and hitting on his best friend because like she just broke up with her asshole boyfriend. And like I understand that situation. Like that's a little relatable. Like I was reading the signs and, you liked me. I'm sorry I was drunk. And the, like, the teenagers so sad. were made even better. Yeah. Yeah. In this one than they are in most slasher films. 100%. They were very well written. Um felt more yeah. like real people the easy to connect with. The babysitter I did not want to die at all. And that, the, and that the little, kid. That the little kid. scene yeah. is like the like the funniest thing of the of the year and it's in a horror movie. Like their their 5 minute interaction was so cute and believable. And I'm like I'm you were you were immediately sucked in and invested in like I don't want either of you to die. Yeah, luckily yeah. Michael's the, in town and I don't want either of you to die. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily yeah, the little kid was smart and he was just like y'all going to die. I'm getting out I, of here. I was very glad that the movie hard right turned away from where I thought it was going, which, which is was? when Michael killed the podcasters and got his mask. I was like, he's going to go after Lori now because he just got a box of all the files on her family. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it didn't do that. It was just like, no, nah, Michael's just going to kill people. He's not even thinking about that until he sees her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even then he doesn't go after her. He's just walking. Down oh, his- no, you're right. He's taken to them by the doctor. Yeah. He's not even after them specifically. That's the thing. They took away the whole idea that he was specifically after her. And they went back to he's just murdering. It's not a, you're you're right. It's not until 
Um, because I don't even think he knows that that Allison is his, is her daughter. No, I don't think he made I, that I don't connection think he would at know, all. Yeah. But but it's it's not until he's at the he's at the house that he goes after Lori, mm-hmm. because even he even runs away from Lori in a way. I don't even think he knows it's Lori and like who she is until the moment he's burning. Oh, interesting. I would make that That's argument. An interesting read. I don't even think he knows. I don't. Uh, I'm. Why would he? I would disagree with that. Maybe, but I'm. But I'm not. But I can I'm not give you up to a point, to. but after a certain point, I think he would know. Yeah, because that the whole when I saw the window, like the scene where Michael's through the mirror and Lori goes to the babysitter's house, and she tr- and she shoots him right off the bat, and the mirror breaks. That two second in action, like when he looks in the mirror and tells his head, I'm thinking he knows that yeah, he recognizes. That's her. how I read that as well. I that's, think that's that he, how I read it, he yeah. knows. I didn't read. And it. When, like, he, when he's when he's when he's leaving the house, but you're right. He's I don't think he's after her, but he, because he's leaving the house, he doesn't turn mm-hmm. and go after her. He keeps walking. Yeah, right. Um, so I mean, he'll still go kill well, people. That's my, his thing. My, but he will. His ultimate goal is to get Lori and just keep on and just keep going. No, but I, I'll agree with him in that it's not his ultimate goal. I don't actually think he's after Lori. I uh, first. I do think I do think it's not an, I I think it's not until he's at the house that he's like well I guess I'm gonna kill Lori now, but I don't but he doesn't know who she is in, in, in the sense he? of that he didn't it was not like hi I'm Lori Strode I am Michael Myers in that first Halloween movie it's not like he like he doesn't like know anything about her he's just a girl he was trying to kill but I do so, think and he's he, locked away for forty years but I do think he recognizes her in the moment in, in, yeah. in the window I, yeah. I, I that's I that's how I read it anyway yeah same here. I didn't read it that way because he's looking through a mirror. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good point, yeah. I'd have to see it again. I wouldn't mind, actually. But, I wouldn't uh, mind either. Either way, yeah. Like, he, hey, here's something. He doesn't kill a baby. So there's somebody But he does he kill has a, a line. He does kill a kid. There is some morality. Who I kid? wonder if it's like under the he age. Kill? He, kills the, he kills the kid in the car. Yeah. When he steals the oh, car. he does. Yeah. 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 Is this the first time he's killed a kid? Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. I think the reason why he killed a kid is because he saw he had a gun. I don't think there's it's a reason. It's not the first time he tried to kill a kid, but it is the first time he killed yeah. a kid. Um, he he, he spends two movies trying to kill a kid. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. Four and five. Yeah, okay. Oh. Yeah. Because um, he tries to kill his... Yeah, I know. Who, Rudd? <laughs> his niece? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this I, is a this is a I think the score is real good. Let me talk let me tell you about it. I do think the score is oh, real good. Yeah. It's that same it's that same score, but he does it with a son now who is like a rock man. He does rock star stuff. Right. So there's like sweet 80 synth and also like some wow. Oh, right. I we love do that see score. the we do see a tracking shot in the trailer and it's ex- and it's obviously extended in this in in the film. Uh, I still think that that shot is really, really good. good. You mean yeah, the one where he goes to the shed, gets a hammer, kills the lady and grab, grabs the kitchen knife? Yeah. yeah. That was and so then continues good. and, then and continues. walks out into the street and then goes up yep. to that other house, looks in the window, goes around the back, kills and the other lady, her. walks oh. back out the front. And it's such a good, it's so good because it feels alive. Like the the, the town feels alive with all these kids walking around and because uh-huh. like, they don't think a murderer is about to do what he's about to do. Well, yeah. most of them don't even care. They don't yeah. know who Michael Myers and, is, right? And because we're going back to the original. They don't even know what he looks like. No, yep, they don't. Because like you get to like the fourth or fifth Halloween movie, and everybody's kind of got like an alarm system in the city for what Michael looks like. <laughs> whereas in the jumpsuit w- man, whereas we just know the first one, it was just like some dude named Michael Myers killed his sister when he was a kid, and then killed four more people on Halloween. Yep, and then right. he was be they caught him and locked him away for forty hey, years. Here's an idea: maybe don't prison transfer him on Halloween. Yeah, what or the ever. Hell? But or I ever. mean, like certainly not Halloween. Or yeah. or that's his day. Just this is probably gonna sound really, really bad to me. Just do what Loomis said and just, just two shots in the head. Just off. Well, him. now they know. Make this. sure he's well, done. Well, the thing is, there are so many moments when he's like on the ground, I'm just like, just like 
pop a cap in them. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. What, one of the things that um, I did think was interesting, they probably can't kill him because he's insane. Yeah, you can't kill an insane man right. in, in, under certain laws. Yeah. yeah. Take him to Texas. They'll they kill it. They'll kill anyone. <laughs> they'll, they'll fucking kill anyone. Yeah. But he isn't insane. No, he's not. But I think. I, I but th- that's how they'd see him. Yeah. yeah. That's how they'd but see him. They would get another Loomis, Dr. Mario guy to be like, he's, cra- he's crazy. I'm I love Loomis just being like, kill him. Just kill him. Just kill him. Like, <laughs> he is not a man. He is yeah. evil and yeah. he must Vo- die. Voice he actor, must die. Voice actor Tom Kane stepping in to recreate Loomis. Oh, is that what that was? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought it was actually Dr. Loomis. I had to look into oh, it because I'm like, I don't recall Donald Pleasant's ever saying anything I think like it was that. like a digital thing. So yeah. Yeah. No, it's, the, it's Tom Kane. Donald Pleasant, he's dizzy. He is dead. He died like oh. he passed away. Oh. He died oh. during production of the sixth film. Yeah. I. That's sad. It's his last performance in a film. Oh. Yeah. Uh, also, Paul Rudd's in that one. Really? Uh, yeah. Yep. He oh. plays the adult version of the boy Laurie was babysitting in the first film. So oh. I thought when Dr. Mario came along, we were doing Michael Myers 6 cult stuff. Yes, like, yes. oh, this is going to be a bunch of people just like who love this guy and like will do anything to help him. Like, no, he's just a crazy doctor who wants I to don't, killings. Like, I don't mind him being the crazy doctor. No, I like it. I didn't need him putting on the mask. Yeah. I didn't need that either. Uh, yeah. Are we, met, are we met led to believe that he's the one who derailed the, the bus? No. I, I, so the what I said, is someone, Ryan pointed out to me that somebody said that Michael attacked. Attacked one of the guards. Attacked one of the guards. Someone said that offhandedly. Like it, like he, it, did. Like, he did, didn't he? I thought I... No, that, that Michael did. I What I said to Ryan is... No, I mean, I I mean the doctor said that, didn't he? He might have. It was Maybe like right, he did. I, I think, remember that. I think, yeah. but I think what happened. I don't think the doctor derailed it. But he I just think it. the doctor just didn't stop it. Mm. I don't think he got in the way. But yeah. I don't think he derailed it. Well, I think at this point, anything the doctor says is suspect. Well, yeah. because yeah. because I mean, I wouldn't put it past Michael to be able to do that on his own because he also escapes from from it in the first film and there's never an explanation yeah. of how he yeah. did it. He Man, just how did it. also I don't think it truly matters. No, it doesn't. How, it doesn't matter. I think. Yeah. I think. Bare minimum, regardless of if the doctor had a hand in it or not, he certainly was like, "Okay, yeah, go do that. Yeah, that sounds great." Yeah, yeah he didn't. Ha- yeah, he didn't good help. job. Good yeah. job. Have a have a good kill. I want to know what murder feels like. I forgot what the point I was going to make. Uh, oh well. Um, sequel bait. Was there sequel bait in this? This this obsession with him with them i love that that obsession with like say something michael yeah say something uh, you you know we it's because talk- it's such a unique thing to michael myers this this kind of this psychosis about like because like he, he like the doctor said like he knows he talk he knows exactly what he's doing and like apparently like they're really good at this job so like this is the one case where like we got to figure out what the hell's going on with this old guy right yeah you were with me on this one like we i think you and i were worried that he would speak in this one Yes, I, I, I it's was, something. It's something I really don't want to to ever be done. I think it. I, I don't. I don't think they will, given how this movie goes. Yeah. I think it, that there's nothing. That it's kind of like it's kind of like finding out the doctor's real name in Doctor yeah. Who. It's like it, it could never be satisfying it's enough. Billy. So there's no yeah. point in doing it. I was actually really kind of nervous because watching Halloween one and two and not watching the other ones, I was really happy with Michael just being this silent entity that. He, he doesn't speak. You can't reason with him. You can't talk to him. He just goes. It, he he, he likes goes babies, up, though. He's like that guy who's like, oh, here I go killing people, but he doesn't say that. Yeah. He's just this constant, what you said. And no joke. I love a movie where he's just, here I go and, killing and people. And he, <laughs> he is unique because he is the yeah. silent slasher. He is the only one who's like that. Yeah. I know that Jason people, Voorhees. No. Okay. So the difference is Jason can't talk. Fair. Michael has the ability to talk and doesn't. Fair right. point. Fair point. So when I was also scared, like when the doctor was staring at him <clears throat> after um, uh, Michael 
bur- comes back to life after being run over by a freaking car and just gets him outside and he the doctor's on the ground is like say something please say something and that michael just like stares at him thinking Rose bud. I, I was wondering if he was going to say something in that moment, but I'm glad that they didn't go for it. Yeah, but he just like looks at him and just stomps his head in. Brutal kill. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like head help. stomps. Because yeah. I wonder, because obviously the later films created a, a, the obsession with Laurie is that he's adopted sister, right? And then it got into weirder, like like Celtic cult shit. Yeah. Originally, it's just like, oh, he was, oh, Lori was born two years after Michael was imprisoned, and then she was adopted by the Strohs or some BS. Yeah, right. Which doesn't track because we see her parents in the first film. It's weird. No, those were her. Well, her adopting parents. They adopted her. Yeah, she was. She was the Myers baby. Mm. She was the. She was a baby child when Michael murdered the older sister. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to get into it. Yeah, well, let's not. Um, I'm just saying, like, that's that's the... No, there's still something that's not making sense to me, but we don't have to talk about it. Timeline B. Um, uh, that's still A. That's timeline A. Damn it! Um, <laughs> and it's timeline A and B. It's Batman Year One. Meanwhile in timeline D. Yeah. Um, she, uh, He has a seeming obsession, obsession with Laurie Strode mm-hmm. that everyone seems to want to exploit, but that's the thing that they're like, we will... Uh, that's the thing that's going to make him talk because he has an obsession with Laurie Strode. There's, there is truly nothing in this film to to say that he does. Like the idea that you know people were like people later in in the in the other films would be like I'm sure I haven't seen them. You know, oh he looks like Judith Myers or something like that. There was you know there's things like that where it's like oh she looks like Judith or some, or whatever. But especially because I didn't even read it like how Sparks, how Sparks did where it's the idea is that he he is not going after Laurie. Uh, I didn't, that didn't click until later. Um, but everyone feels like he does. I, I think, think that's a really interesting that's I, a really interesting idea yeah, that, I, that everyone's like he, he is obsessed with Laurie and even My, Michael's probably like I, I don't even think that they yeah. think that he's obsessed with her. I think they just think finish the job. that he is bothered he didn't kill her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Final girl. and they're like, if he encounters her, that might get the response out of him. And it doesn't. And I think that's awesome. Because yeah. I think I think you're, you're on this, you both are onto something. Where like he's just a murderer who likes murdering people. That's what they want to go back. And to. And then everyone's like, he's obsessed with. It's like he's obsessed with Lori. I don't care about Lori. You know She's this just kind in my of way. You guys bring her to me. No, you know I'm okay with you doing that. Yeah. You know what this kind of reminds me of? It reminds me of that thing in English class where. Um, say like an author writes the curtains were blue and English teachers say the curtains were blue because it reflects the author's deep in depression the author says the curtains were just fucking blue yeah oh yeah like misinterpretation yeah, yeah, yeah. misinterpretation yeah. where everyone keeps misinterpreting um, I'm just a murder man I like murdering guys you yeah. bring the herd to me yeah Come he's on. like oh here I go killing people yeah. that's him <laughs> And everyone's trying to look at yeah. it as like, oh, he's just obsessed with the one who I think got like away. Lori wants it. Like well, she said, like she, I, she prayed for him to escape. Like she, like she was just people, as involved with that happening. But that's why the podcaster and 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 New Loomis are so obsessed with him because they're like Doctor Mario. Well, this is. It doesn't make sense why he's like this, so it must be his obsession with Lori. Right. That's the only thing that makes sense. Well, and because um, and and this is why this is a stronger sequel than all the others is because there is a mystery of like, why does Michael do this? What what does this have to do with you know like the the doctor being like did he say Judith's name, why did he kill his sister why did that happen you yeah. know why this why that uh and and the reality is like you're you're just not supposed to have the answers because it's supposed to be a giant mystery like why does he do this, don't know he's just a bad he just man kills that's why I don't want them to do another sequel no 
Because I here's w- here's the thing about here's the thing about the Halloween sequels. Like the reason why four, five, and six exist are to explain why Michael Myers does what he does, uh, and that's not. I mean, honestly, two did that. Yeah, true. But honestly, it, who cares? He's a much better killer without a motivation. And here's yeah. why this very, very successful movie, which and made a to, lot of money, thanks to this movie, he's killed like twenty five people. Yeah. So, so this was made on a on a ten million dollar budget. It's already made almost a hundred million. We're getting a sequel. Really, this yeah. was a ten million dollar yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, Dan- Danny McBride said that originally they they had such a strong idea for a sequel they were going to film back to two back. movies back to back. Sounds like Halloween one and two to me, baby. Uh, right, and they were going to film two movies back to back and then decided to wait and see if people even liked what they were doing. I was surprised to see his name on there. Yeah, Danny McBride. I yeah. did not. It was see the guys who did Eastbound yeah. and Down, which oh, is a okay. terrific, terrific comedy. I've seen drama. a few episodes. I heard yeah. it was really good. Um, I would not mind at all if this separate timeline just did Halloween two where they get taken to the hospital and Michael's charred body ends up at the hospital and he just rises up and it's just another Halloween 2 but this version. But do we want to see that in the hospital again? I like so, I like a lot of those kills and like I think I I would be down for another one. So I don't no. need, I don't want the whole movie in the hospital. It doesn't have to be. But no, I, I I'm with you. Yeah, I just I, I don't want cuz that that is just doing like this yeah. felt different and yes. I feel like that would be too much it felt, like it felt, Halloween 2 again. It felt a similar but different. No, like, here's right, still but Halloween I think, movie. but I think, if we're in the hospital, the whole next one, yeah, that's what I'm talking. Maybe about. Maybe I just want to pay homage to that. Strictly the whole next one, so do like zombies Halloween two style. Yeah, yeah, that I'm fine with. But if we're in the hospital the whole time, no, I'm yeah. like, I just want. No, that's way too much. Just making. I'm just that imagining movie like literally the end of this movie, like like they go to the hospital and then like Michael's dead body appears in the morgue and he rises up and then they can escape. But like, sure. I we we talked about it plenty of like. Do we even want a sequel? But like this movie made a lot of money, it's going to get a sequel. Right. Um, but that's not the question. Yeah. The question is, do we want a sequel? And here's the yes. thing. And here's the thing. No. Uh, no, absolutely not. I do not want a sequel. And here's why. Um, because if you do a sequel, you are at risk of undoing what this film has done, especially for the character of Lori. Mm-hmm. The whole reason why you do this movie is to talk about the, the trauma that Lori went to and give her that empowering moment of finally killing. And Michael. the sequel gives and as uh, if, and Karen if you, that moment to be better. And, and if you have this be the end of Laurie and Michael's story. You have that, that kind of, you have that moment for Laurie because if, if, if Michael comes back in the next one, because you know, like Brian said, there's going to be a next one and Michael, Michael Myers comes back. Then what's Laurie's arc? Is it the same thing? Do you Laurie, have to undo it? It's not about Laurie anymore. It's about her kids. Just like all these new movies are about all these people's kids. But we've seen that. Yeah, but we've seen Halloween four thousand times too. This is a well, good but I mean, sequel, but yeah. I mean, where that runs the risk is ruining what we're talking about. Was so great yeah. about this movie, which is that he wasn't after Laurie. Yeah, that's true. And now, if it's about the kids, it's like okay, so he is after them. Yeah. So now, now he's after and, but well, we don't want that. Yeah. We don't want him to have a specific target again. That's a good point. Okay, it I'll has to be about them wanting to prevent Michael Myers, not about Michael Myers trying to kill them. And this, and the whole reason why those older sequels didn't didn't do so well the reason why they don't exist in the franchise anymore is because they kept retreading the same thing mm-hmm. they kept going back to that same well they that doesn't work this film works because it doesn't go back to well that it same worked well. then it wouldn't work now yeah fair it worked then enough for them to make that many sequels it did work then that's fair but there's a reason why they don't exist anymore well in this timeline that's what they, I mean. those movies are still there they're, 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 they're over there on that shelf <laughs> yeah we, well, they exist i've seen them no, I'm saying I'm just I just want you to under, like that's that's the slasher background that we're coming from. This is trying to reinvent it, so it does have to be different. And yeah. I think these guys are talented enough to do a reinvent of sequel. I'm giving more I'm given more faith in the fact that they said they had a two movie idea to begin with. Yeah. 
which is very much similar to how Halloween, the original Halloween one and two feel. They kind of feel like that's what parts I'm, that's of the where same I'm hole. coming from. Right. Kind of, yeah. So this one, if it is indeed still feeling like parts of the same hole, all I care about, I don't mind getting a sequel. All I care about is that when these guys are done telling their story, they end it. Like it has an ending. Yeah. They don't leave it open and they don't leave it with a cliffhanger. See, I feel like they this gave stop. It, this gave us that ending. It's no, the ending well, of Michael it Myers would, and it would, have, it would have, except if you stay after the credits, he's breathing. Yeah, but the oh, there was something the at the credits. Yes, there was something at the end of the credits. It's just him. It's just him breathing. Damn it, I missed like, it. Like like in the like original, the original movie. Yeah, you hear him breathing. You just hear it's him. meant to tell you that he's alive. Yes. You just hear him breathing. Yeah. That's don't. why you don't see his body in the basement when it's burning. I'm sure that I'm sure that, but you can also leave that open ended of like, well, I, Brandon, I'm with you, but, uh, let's let's just be you know we're getting a sequel, so so embracing that fact. All I care about is that when they're done with whatever sequel or sequels, but hopefully just one, that they're going to do with Michael Myers, they do put in an ending. And don't leave it open. Don't leave it a cliffhanger. I do want an ending. This was good. And if you've got a sequel that's strong enough, great. And if it's the same team, I have faith that it can still be great. You know, because it's the same people returning. Because that's the original Halloween 2 was so great because it was still John Carpenter coming back. If it's still this team, then okay, I believe it. That's what know? I'm coming from. Yeah. If it, it was like a completely but, different team and but, we did a different route again, yeah. But I want an ending. I yeah. do want an end. And then if you're going to make more sequels, then then go Season of the Witch. Don't bring back Michael Myers Season anymore. of the Witch. I was hoping... <laughs> My God, a, se- a sequel to Season of the Witch. No, 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 no. I mean like... No, I'm saying one of that people fucked up. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn it. Seasons. You screwed me over. Oh, it, oh, I, oh I'm sorry. No sorry, Brandon. Seasons of the Witch. Um, I don't want a sequel because I thought this was an ending. My thought was like, you see him trapped in there. The whole house is on fire. I'm thinking there's no way in hell you can get out of that. We don't see the body at the end, which I thought was a nice little callback. But at the same time, I was like, there's no way you can get out. You're in a basement. Everything is on fire. There's no way for you to escape. I don't care who you are. You're dead. You're done. I mean, Yo, because man, if I mean, a, if he a, is still just a man. If a six-year-old room. lady exactly. got pushed out of a two-story building and she walked up fine, Michael can survive that. Can she survive being burnt alive, though? I'm sure she could. She's always strode. She's always strode. But no, she can't. She can't survive <laughs> being burnt alive. You never know. Activity. But once again, put that on. There. But once again, here's the thing. This movie did make like what 100 million already. Something like that. Yeah. The movie's yeah. doing very well. It's making stupid amounts of money. Good for them because this movie deserves it. So we probably are getting a sequel. But if we do, I want an end. Yeah. I don't want. Um, because at the end of Halloween two, I was thinking, okay, so where the hell had Halloween four? He just walks up after being after that he's because he's not like barnes he's not like jason where jason is a supernatural being who murders a bunch of people he's not like freddie who another supernatural being who could keep coming back from the dead no matter what you do yeah michael is a man men die he is aged well he he was originally conceived as a man yeah but still with with an incomparable will so he just would get up he's the hell George yeah. of serial I mean, but, he's back, but he's back to that this is, this yeah. is right no I know but I mean he did become a supernatural thing eventually Ev- yeah. eventually but we're not looking toward that and, and Halloween 1 and Halloween 2018 he is a human being who has to eat breathe do everything we need to do and he will die I want an ending to see him dead for good like some just zombie tap zombie land tap him in the head or pe- cap him in the head because yeah. if they do figure out a way to get him out of that yeah, burning why basement, why just aim for the head, guys? Come on, yeah, always yeah. aim for the head. Oh, yeah. actually, lop well, off his head like the end of H. How did he lose his eye in the first one? Was it a gunshot or a stab? She stabbed, stabbed him. him. Okay, man, he survives that. Jeez, Louise, man, you tough, you tough, you tough boy. Well, you can still survive a stabbing to the eye. No, I, I know. Look at Nick Fury. 
<laughs> we don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. Here. It looks like a, looks like a cut. Hey, mm, you're right. Bogota. Uh, Thor. Yeah, Thor got right. slashed in the eye. Oh, you're right. He's a yeah. god, though. He's a god. True. But still. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Like a mummy. Um, Final thoughts, Ryan. I like this movie quite a lot. Uh, uh, I, I thought the theater that we were in was it was a pretty fun crowd. Like yeah. there were some spookies. I think one of the uh, the workers came in and yelled at a scary point to try to scare us. I, did, I didn't get scared. No. Some other people did though. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was real good, real funny, much funnier than I expected. And even though it's comedy, guys, um, I thought the balance was real strong. Uh, I like this movie a lot. I'd give it. Do we rate it now or later? Rate it now. I'll give it a eight point five. I really liked it. Ben. I'm becoming into a spooky boy. I love it. I'm becoming a horror fan, and I do not know what to do with myself because I used to hate horror. Now oh, I love it. Or I have, I'm a, a, I have a whole I bunch of horror movies. I don't love watch. it, but I'm on a. I am enjoying it more and more and more now that I'm older. You start to appreciate the horror genre. Oh, most definitely, yeah. Um, this movie brought back the slasher genre to me because, as you said, Brandon, slasher films become a parody of themselves. They just become stupid. Jason X. Yeah, exactly. Jason X. X don't give it to you. <laughs> Or maybe, and I feel like Halloween didn't go the route of like the Saw films because every Halloween for a while, a, another Saw movie is coming out. Now, I haven't seen Saw films, so I don't know how no, most good of those they are. are bad. Most, yeah, exactly. Most of those are bad yeah. people. And it's like, oh, I, I just make a lot of money. That's why. I, when I saw the trailer for Halloween, I, I did not think, oh, God, another one. I thought, oh, okay, yeah. what are they going to do? And then I see uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, and you guys are telling me how she was reprising her role. So and now you know because you've seen. Can you hurry one. up! What's what's going on? I here? really really like this movie. Let him I like it. this movie a lot. I well, I really enjoy this movie. I'm glad nine. You. I'm glad okay, you like nine. it. Uh, wait, wait, Brian, what'd you give it? Eight point five. Eight point five. Okay, I don't. I forgot what you said. Eight point five. Uh, Sparks. Yeah, I thought this was a really good return to the Halloween franchise. I I was very pleased with what they put out for this. Um, I I stand by that. I think it's Jamie Lee, some of Jamie Lee Curtis's best acting that she's ever done. Um, some of her scenes, uh, in particular, just talking about Michael with her family, are are some of my favorite moments of this whole film. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the way they handled Michael and uh, his viciousness and how uh, well-developed a lot of the characters and the story were around it uh, was just really well thought out. Um, I thought it was a great revival for the slasher genre. uh, And I'm not against seeing this crew do more like this. Um, I just want, you know, them to do a proper follow-through and and put a conclusion to it. I don't want them to leave it some open-ended for them to eventually run it into the ground again. Yeah. Um, But I thought it was really strong. Uh, I don't think I've enjoyed watching a Halloween movie this much since Rob Zombie's remake and prior to that since probably four or two. So, um, yeah, I, I'd give it a nine. Uh, yeah, I felt this film handles the idea of uh, trauma and how that how that uh, affects your entire life um, and the monster that, that, that can literal, literally and figuratively, how that can, uh, how you can project on, on them. Uh, in this case, a literal monster. Um, that really resonated with me. Uh, the bit where she's watching Michael be transferred is such a good moment where she's just screaming in the car. and like, that's There's like a silhouette in the orange yeah. light in the back. Mm-hmm. I love that shot. That's such a good moment. Um, yeah, that's Jam- a poster. I want that poster. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is fantastic. Um, 
this was really this was a lot of fun for me. Um, I would say eight point five. We'll go with eight point five. So two things: the the scene which it was in a trailer, but like when when they're all driving on the road, and then like the inmates are just like they come into view. Yeah, yeah. And then just that entire scene was real spooky with the kid and his dad having a sweet conversation. Like I wanted to go to like dance practice. Like why do you like yeah, dance yeah. so much? Like it just felt real and real fun and like real sad because you know those guys were. It coming. did. Yeah. Um. Second thing, in the original Halloween. They're watching The Thing, which John Carpenter later oh, remade. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. In this movie, they used uh, Repo Man, Repo Man, which is an awesome 80s movie uh, that doesn't get, that, that's like a cult classic. So I wouldn't be surprised if these guys are trying to make a Repo Man sequel or a remake. Bing bong. We already got one with Jude Law. Um, that's not the on. same I'm thing. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. Uh, I, I, we, you know, we, we would recommend this one. I think it's a resounding yes for yes. four of us. Yes. Um, all right, then let's get moving. Stop seeing Venom. Go see this. Venom. Definitely. Hey, welcome to the Thick Nerd Comic Shop. Yeah, hi. Um, do you have any books? Uh, could you be a little bit more specific? Um, anything readable? All right, then time for our book club. Ben, take it away. I absolutely love this book. Just straight off the bat, we, we talk- know this is the second time. Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But this time, you guys all had all read it. Yes, all, you probably all read it before. We did. It is Batman: The Long Halloween. See now, I okay. I'm gonna say something. I probably should have given you a bit more pushback on this one uh-huh. because I think you should have done a more horror book. I know, um, but this is you know this has Halloween in the title, I'll so, allow I, it. I, yeah. so I did allow That's it. Actually, the reason why I picked it because it had Halloween in the title. I know. I don't, and also you know I don't have any horror books. Uh, we, I've got plenty you could have borrowed. Nah, but I want this from my shelf. This is his book club. Yeah. Um. Actually, I was actually glad to read this a second time because I realized that. I think I've said it before, but I'll definitely say it again, that this is one of the most, this is a, I don't know if it's a perfect, but it's a really good Batman noir story. So much so that I will most definitely want to get the Batman, like when they started making the Batman noir books where they would reprint other graphic novels, just black and white. I have the the Court of Owls one. It's gorgeous. Like this, I would definitely buy The Long Halloween because this I would feel would be perfectly in black and white. Did they not do The Long Halloween yet? No, I think they, because where they have. I think so. Yeah. But, as I was reading this a second time, I have to give so much credit to Tim Sale, the artist, because he does a lot of great stuff with blacks. Yeah, dude, with it's dark really colors. Is a noir colors, like yeah, the imagery and like and the, the shadows, like the shadow work is really important in this book, well, especially like, with Harvey Dent. It's really good stuff. Yeah, it's a beautiful book. Yeah, like, dude. After reading this again, especially in the earlier chapters, um, there's just scenes where you don't see Batman's silhouette at all. You just see his eyes, yeah, and dude, everything else great. is darkened by his eyes. I'm like, this is just great noir story crime story. holiday killer Hol- yeah. every holiday once a month he murders someone it starts on halloween multiple. and it ends on halloween that's one of the reasons why i like it because it's a year-long thing and when this was originally printed it came out a month of a holiday so yeah dude it was a monthly maxi series and it's it's there's 12 months in a year but it's 14 issues oh spoil that one like this shot right here um where um harvey and batman are talking where is where harvey's like i need to talk to you and then batman says then talk but yeah. You see Batman, he's almost completely in black, and there's this grand shadow on the wall to like this imposing figure of Batman. Like, you know who you're talking to. Uh, the I told you this, Sparks, earlier. Uh, uh, my favorite Batman is Batman Returns, because I love Catwoman. This gave me real hard Batman Returns, Selena Kyle, Bruce Wayne stuff. Because like, they have their, their, uh, their double lives with each other. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is so good. And Selena Kyle's John's so cool here, and I love that Catwoman outfit so much. Oh yeah, this might be my favorite Poison Ivory. Not like the character interpretation, but the look of her. Yeah, like where the the petals are like falling off her body, like she's uh-huh. made of leaves. Man, that looks so cool. Like Holy her shit. hair is ivy. Yeah, dude, it looks awesome. 
Looks real good. Yeah, and uh, what I mean, just this, the mystery itself. The mystery itself is like, who is the holiday killer? And then spoilers for how old is this book? Twenty some years old? No, actually, it's not twenty years old. It came out no in the two thousands, yeah. right? Tim Sale, ninety eight, right there shit. on my. Uh, uh, this yeah, book is wow. This book is twenty years old. Oh Holy shit! I'm surprised there wasn't a twentieth anniversary edition put out or something. Yeah. I know, right? Damn. But I'm surprised nobody's talked about it being the 20th anniversary. I'm surprised that out of all the Batman movies, they're making all the animated movies. They're making one, right? Ha- I don't know. Is no. That, what was the name? Oh, Hush is the next one. Hush. Yeah, oh, they're making. They're doing Hush before Long Halloween. Yeah. Well, this one is like it's pretty. Do big. you want them to do Long Halloween right now? That's the thing. The I current, the current line no, no, of animated the cur- films. Not the cur- Absolutely not. No, no, not the current ones. I'm talking about the t- if the team that did Phantasm was doing Long yeah, Halloween. Yeah, but they're not there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There's a lot of. After rereading, because I haven't read this in a long ass time, yeah. um, there's like a lot of Dark Knight, like it wasn't a lot of Dark Knight stuff. Well, yeah, uh, well, it's real good. Well, Chris Nolan based uh, the origin of Harvey Dent very loosely on Long yeah. Halloween. There's that one shot at the end, like because like I forgot how long it takes Harvey to become Two Face, and at the end yeah. you see that first shot of him like coming out of the shadows with the coin. I'm like, holy shit, this is real good. Well, yeah. This is really good. Yeah, yeah even though because I've read this book, God knows how many times. And even when I do try to reread it, I try to like try to piece the mystery together because the first one, because the, the first holiday killer was Gilda, Harvey's mm. wife. Yeah, and and then and, Har- and you don't re- reveal that until the very like final page. Yeah. But then Harvey shows up and he kills um on, on the, Al- on the anniversary of the Halloween. He's supposed to kill no. Alberto, yeah. but he doesn't. And then Alberto becomes the Halloween killer because he's trying to get his father to notice him. Yeah, he just oh man, and he, Alberto's not even like the killer. No, he just wants his father's attention. Yeah, right. no, he becomes the killer for his father's attention. Gilda commits the first two Halloween, the first two holiday murders, right, right, and right. then Harvey takes up for one, and then Alberto okay, finishes yeah. off the rest. So man, when that's Al- some, that's so when stuff. Alberto is caught, he's like, "I am holiday," and then he like tries to. I mean, just the whole, like, even the ending shot, when I first read it, I was enthralled. I was like, no way. Yeah. No effing way. I believe in Harvey Dent. Give me some of your opinions, guys. You haven't said anything. Uh, I'm very tired. Yeah? <laughs> Can I still get your opinion on the book, though? It's good. Oh, cool, though. Okay. okay. Uh, the, the Solomon Grundy section has always stood out as, like, one of oh, my yeah. favorite. Yes, yeah, Thanksgiving. Batman I always Thanksgiving remember with it. Solomon Grundy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I always remember that for some reason. It's one of those pieces that strongest sticks out in my mind when you just, I think like of three panels, story. Like the sewer, yeah, just, and then a Batman's hand yeah. dropping a plate of food. Yeah. It's cute. Everything with Solomon Grundy, I thought, was executed so well. There's a lot of moments with a lot of... Like, lot every of the month, there's villains. a new type of villain thrown yeah, in. Yeah, actually, and what's, they're what's handled really well. What's interesting is... Because of this book, I haven't liked anything that DC does with Solomon Grundy, because it's I nowhere near. Yeah, as it's, good. it's it's kind yeah. of accurate. I I like what's done with Solomon Grundy here so much that I rarely like him done in most other Batman related stories. Yeah. Anyway, he's kind I of just always like a thug, right? I like, especially like a brute. yeah, I especially remember when they re- reimagined him for Earth Two, and I was like, no, thank you. I don't mind. I've I've read a couple of stories with him in Superman. I don't mind as much, but like for Batman, this is pretty much the only way I like Solomon Grundy handled. Yeah. Everything else, I think, is kind of hot garbage yeah. yeah so that that's always been a standout for me for for what i like in this book uh, one of the other things i love about this book is gordon commissioner or Captain oh, yeah. Gordon. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. gordon's great uh, especially like the the first rooftop meeting between gordon dent and batman yeah that's so good oh, yeah. and it's like where gordon's like if our zeal to bring down carmine the roman falcone i'll let roman. you bend the rules but you cannot break them batman just disappears and gordon's like yeah he just does that yeah, he's right. a jerk yeah, and then as throughout you see Harvey slowly but surely dipping into madness. Like the after his like two shots to the head, if you if you ask me, you couldn't have it to a nicer guy. And then Gordon's like, hold up, yeah, dude. And like and, and again with like there's so much there's so much shadow imagery where like half his face is always covered. Yeah, and he slowly yeah you slowly see him losing in with the coin. And like Gilda, I had no idea. Like you couldn't have I couldn't have predicted that. No, right, like that's no such a good twist. 
And it's it's like the the last two pages of the book. And she just looks at him and says, I believe in Harvey Dent. That's real good, dude. Oh, there was a, there was a, this just reminded me, there was a Tim Sale Batman variant for Tom King's Batman run, I believe, in the early days of Rebirth. Um, that always stands out to me because Batman has three arms on accident. Oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> it's really great because so Batman and Catwoman are in an embrace. Batman's got it's visible. He's got he's got an arm behind her, behind uh, be, holding her behind her. He's got an arm on her face, and he's got an arm holding her hand. You don't know about the bat's third arm. <laughs> and I was like, wait, excuse me, what? It's not his arm. <laughs> he is the knight. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but like in uh, in Tom King's Batman Fifty, like like. There's an artist who does like a page of all the different variant or variations of the costumes, and there was the 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 Jeff Lowe Tim Sale uh, uh this outfit yeah with like her big ears, and it's like man, this is a great design. It's also back at that time when it's like man, Jeff Lowe, what happened? I, I yeah, I mean we, yeah. We, we know what happened. We know what happened, but yeah, this was this was early Jeff Lowe, where he was fantastic because Jeff Lowe is also responsible for like my favorite Superman book of all time, which is for all for seasons. seasons. Yeah, that looks good. He's yeah. Spider Man Blue. Yeah. yeah, no, I love Spider Man Blue. This combo of everything they've done is is terrific. And then, like, yeah, because I have Spider Man Blue, Daredevil Yellow, and Captain America White. Yep. And I what about really Hulk Gray? Huh? What about Hulk Gray? I don't have Hulk Gray. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I want it. You have three out of four. Can you get I'm it for me? Three out of four ain't bad. No, I want it, please. But I, I enjoy that hardcover is a hundred dollars anyway. Screw that. But I've enjoyed all of their all of Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale's uh, books together. But nothing can beat Long Halloween for me. Like I was after when I was reading this after when I was reading this recently, and I was thinking, I was like, Captain America White is very bright. Even Daredevil Yellow is very bright. Well, did you? Suits the characters. Did you ever read um, the sequel to this, Dark Victory? I haven't. It's good. Really? It's not as good. Yeah. yeah. But it's good. Yeah, but for me, just looking at Long Halloween, I, it just struck me for the first time. I was like, this is dark. Not dark as in story-wise. Dark as in the color palette is dark. And it's one of the times where DC does a good dark, no, dark like, color palette. I was looking I up this. if that'll be our next book club. Dark Victory? Dark Victory? I don't have it, but then. maybe. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at some description of this, and like, he's like, yeah, I wanted to make like the godfather of, of like Batman comics. And I'm like, this is exactly what that is. This is about yeah, crime it's families. and exactly yeah. what it is. Um, and it, it was all thanks to Archie Goodwin. Thanks, Archie. Well, everything just works in it so well and mm-hmm. you, you just you don't get a dedicated comic story like this running right now outside of Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I would say Mr. Miracle looked this pretty. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Miracle is pretty strong yeah, from what yeah, we read. Yeah. And it's yeah. and it's now it's over. It's just it's it's much more rare. No, yeah, yeah. Um this is this is super good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like this is like uh, I'm trying to think like the best adaptation of this I think would be like if it had to get made because you know they're doing every animated movie now, but like I want like an HBO like just like a like a twelve episode maxi like yes. Just every month is the month they can cram those the fourteen and twelve animated. I, I, sure, I would even do live action. Just like I want like the HBO like. I don't think like, I want this in live yeah. action. I I, I just fun. don't see them being able to do it justice. Well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I would probably be if I first because you could do so much with the art style. Yeah. If you animate it, that's true. Yeah. Um, okay. and I think and I think a lot of, not that the story isn't great. Yeah. But a lot of what makes this book so appealing is is the, the art. Is the art. That's and, and I think I just that scares me. I think me. this would also stand his, a the, lot better as an animation. The Tim Sale ears don't work in live action. Yeah, no. I just like you said, like like the current cropping of DC movies. Like I wouldn't want that at that those people to make no this. totally like totally. with Hush. Like I, I, I like Hush a lot. Just just a general like how would I want this? I I would prefer animation. I I don't think I don't have faith in live action to capture this. What I don't even you don't think Ben Ben Affleck can do it. <laughs> 
No, you specifically like yeah. mentioned TV series, and I, I don't think a TV series like think about the Solomon Grundy stuff could not be done on a TV show. Oh, but it's all it's a one up. Ep- sure, it could. It's only one episode or something. I don't yeah. see. I don't see it being done well. A movie, uh, you'd have to condense a lot. I think. Well, I don't. I don't want this to be a movie. It's far more uh, possible. I, I mean, I think budgetary reasons. I think if they took the same approach as they did when they did Dark Knight Returns, did part one, part two. Yeah. If you they did, they, I think you could do two. Two films. You know what they could do? Two animated films of the Long Halloween. You know what they could do? They could do it animated, but put it on the streaming on the streaming service. I'd watch it. Oh yeah, really but cheap. If, if if we do if we do two movies, where's where's the middle? Like what what's the what's the point of action? Mm. Hold on. Independence Six Day. Issues in, obviously. Well, I know, but like yeah. you know, <laughs> it's like for story reasons, like what would what, like. Who's like a big person that gets killed? Because like it's all this you like know crime. What? People, I would right? say the Riddler when uh, April Fool's Day when the Riddler doesn't die and the okay. last see, and the last line of the movie before you go into part two is when does a killer not kill? That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I, that's just me spitballing here. I just like when I when I see these comics and when I reread these comics and I'm like, man, I want to see this like if it's not live action like i want to see this on the tv like because like the yeah. writing is so sharp and like and, and the, yeah. the, the the direction the directing is so crisp and i'm like i want to oh i just want that translated but i know it's impossible yeah it's killing that. joke exactly <laughs> <laughs> no just one more Martha. thing he'd end up having sex with catwoman and it'd be really weird but just one thing i well, really want to say about this book i don't want to see animated them, batman no i get it sex. but better them than batgirl <laughs> just one last thing i, I really want to say about this book say it, is baby whenever a friend of mine comes up to me and says hey what comic? What good? Or what are some good comics for me? Who a person who's not into comics? What books should I read to get into them? Long Halloween is either the very first one or the second one. I will recommend them off the top of my head. It it is a good one. Like yeah, like if someone who doesn't read comics, like you get almost all of his villains, like a little little piece on each of them. Like you get to learn about the detective. Yeah. You get to learn about Harvey Dent, how he becomes Two Face. Because uh, this is Batman. This you yeah. get the action scenes. You get the detective reasoning. You yep. get the, him being the Dark Knight. And it's an actual like mystery that yeah. like you you don't immediately solve. Like I thought for a second, oh man, maybe it is Harvey Dent. He's just this is this is the new Two Face. I'm like. Uh, nope, nope. He's still Two Face. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right, Ryan. Is your book club next week? Oh shit! You got nothing? Just kidding. I got it. Okay. Uh, I fr- uh, uh, I'm gonna do uh, Nail Biter. It's about. Oh yeah. It's about m- bunch of murderers, bunch of serial killers. Uh, it's by Joshua Williamson and Mike Henderson. I'm pretty sure that's right. I own that comic. I don't know if it's on my shelf. I think I lent that comic out to a person. And, and this I- is Nail Biter Volume One. Yes. Vo- well, no. Let's do Volume Seven. Okay. No, I'm kidding. No, let's see volume one. Uh, I think this book's great. I uh, I just stopped reading it after volume two for certain reasons, but like it's about a small town that 16 of the world's most famous serial killers are born from. So this yeah. FBI investigator goes investigate. It's a, good, it's a good comic. Yeah, and uh, it's very spooky and gross. I like Moidas. All right, then that'll do it for us. <laughs> you did say it. <laughs> of course. Uh, I got to stay on brand. Um, before brand we get on. out of Before we get out of it, remember, guys, Wednesday. <laughs> I'm not even going to address that. Wednesday... <laughs> Uh, is the debut of our new show, Mythelaneous. Mythelaneous. You're not hearing that wrong. It is Mythelaneous. Like miscellaneous, but with myth. Yes. Very Mystical Elaneuses. Miss who? Myth. Myth. Listen to Sparks and I uh, talk about mythology. Cannot wait uh, for you guys to hear that one. That'll be out on Wednesday. Hopefully on iTunes the same day. I'm still working on that. Uh, as you guys know, we are a Funko affiliate. Uh Check the link in the description. Uh, click the link in the description. 10%, 10%. And if you use I hear the there promo are some new code, items. there are. And if you use the promo code SHOP10, you get 10% off your purchase. There's a, I don't know which Comic Con it is, but it's an exclusive Ghost Rider Doctor Strange from Damnation. New York Comic Con. New York, I'm like, no, 
it's somewhere, somewhere that's exclusive yeah. and we're not gonna get it because and that looks real C2 cool. C2E2? Maybe. Maybe. It it's is, super cool. It's the Donny Cates Damnation run. Yeah. All uh, I know is that there's new Kingdom Hearts pops and I want them. Oh, simple and thing. Um, well, it's the end of the show. We always love to say thank you to everybody. Thanks, dog. Uh, thank you to the listeners. We greatly appreciate it. I had a lovely chat with the Key Thief, really, uh, Jen, yeah. uh, earlier uh, earlier this week. Oh, nice. Uh, who is still listening? You know? Yeah, I message her on Instagram every now and then. She posts a lot of art stuff. Yeah, she does. Great. She posts off a mythology thing, and I was like, hey, we're doing a thing. Yeah. Uh, so we may have to get our own Mythlania sometime. That'd be dope. So that'd be cool. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate Thanks, it. Homies. Thank you to Jeremy Vellucci. Uh, you can find him at Jeremy Vellucci Keyboards. He does our uh, segment intros and our theme song for now our two come two podcasts. Whoa! Uh, he also does a show called Suburban Proctologist. You can find um, that on iTunes. I'm sorry. I, I You brought up our listeners, and that made me remember that somebody commented on our instagram about halloween when we said post your thoughts and stuff oh yeah oh yeah we had someone uh mikey underscore baby dad said uh oh, baby, my, my bad baby said amaze balls <laughs> thanks mikey <laughs> about the halloween film i'm glad your hey, balls were you know, they said it so <laughs> thanks thanks mike uh you can find that facebook you can find uh several proctologists on facebook Amazeballs.com. That's slash how you described <laughs> the return of Michael Myers. You went with uh, Amazeballs. Thank suburban you. Suburban Proctologist Official. Instagram at Subproc Podcast. Mike Matola does our logos for now, our two podcasts. Uh, you can find him wow. at Mike Matola. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. Like, what's his name? Mikey underscore Mikey baby, 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 baby bad. Baby I, bad. I misread the dad. Mikey it's baby, baby bad. Mikey underscore baby bad baby bad uh instagram uh twitter facebook all at fakener podcast fakener guys at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with us personally i'm at bt mcclure on instagram and twitter ryan i'm at michael myers <laughs> no you're not i'm at dj tony snark at everything sparks i'm at bt mcclure one and G- uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has a hotmail sparks dude. witty on instagram and twitter s-p-a-r-k-z witty ben i'm batman no. Okay, <laughs> subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher. You don't get it anymore. <laughs> ben Magnet 27. <laughs> ben Magnet 27. For oh, everything. is that actually it? Yeah, Ben Magnet 27. Yeah. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys. guys. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs>